0: <laughs> Sunday, November 26th, 5.09 p.m., Bad Podcast. I'm Drew. I'm
1: Brett. Welcome back, guys. Hello.
2: They're girls, actually. You or can call I don't, me guys. I don't know how I'm you talking about identify. the viewers. <laughs> uh, hi, everyone. My name is Gwen Weisinger,
3: <laughs> And I'm Jenna Gillis. We're here. This is our second round. Um, <laughs> oh. Round two. Yes.
1: We actually hit so many good topics last time, too. It's, it's a tragedy. Really, it
2: is yeah. very sad.
1: We'll have to think about the general arc of the conversation. And was there one? Kardashians. There
3: kind of was. <laughs> Kardashians. <laughs> it flowed really well. Okay. Anyway, speaking of the Kardashians. Um, so last time we talked about how much you hate them. I do. And how they don't... Contribute like, to They
4: humanity. don't contribute. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, but Kim Kardashian... So did you hear about that girl... She's, like, 13 years old, and she's being sentenced to life for murder. Yes, I saw that. Okay, so, and this backstory was she was, like, pimped out. She was, like, had a really rough childhood, but basically um, she was pimped out, and she murdered the guy who was doing it and, like, sexually abusing her and stuff. Um, So she's being sentenced to life at 13, and Kim Kardashian is getting her, like, lawyers and legal team on it to, like, help her out. What do you think about that?
1: I think that it's definitely good. She definitely has the capability of it. Yeah. Mm. It's and good these...
0: to see. Go ahead. I think it's good to see that she's actually doing something good for humanity. Yeah. But I feel like that's that's like the most basic show of of humanity is to like stand up for this girl. Which by the way, how is she being sentenced I have no to fun, life? No idea. Like how did that happen? Oh, they're doing... trying
3: her as an adult because I forget what state it's in. But technically, she's, like, considered an adult, so... 13. Did she do it before or
1: after LeBron? I know... I saw... That was the first I saw. It was on his Instagram. He was like, man, this is fucked up.
3: A lot of people spoke out about it, and she did speak out about it, and then, like, maybe a week later, she Mm. was like...
1: Yeah, I mean, she definitely has the money, too, but... She could just do an Instagram, so I do have to commend her there. At least she's bending over a little bit, helping out. Yeah, could just be like, oh my god, like guys, like hashtag this. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god. As long yeah. as she's getting a legal team on it, like word, that's more than mm. most people would do. Mm. Yeah. yeah, true.
2: It's interesting. I'm taking a um, civic engagement class right now, and it's talking about how um, we're switching from duty-based citizenship to engaged citizenship, and but a lot of it is with within social media movements. Um, And it's interesting to see because a lot of people just like repost something or reblog something and they think it's them contributing to this movement. But in Mm. reality, it's not.
3: Mm. Although Mm -hmm. some people would say that it is like. Yeah, I feel like in a way because you're spreading awareness to other people who might not see it. But then it's like when you see like 50 tweets about the same thing, it's like, okay, you know, then it kind of.
1: It's like that whole net neutrality thing right now. Mm, yeah. yeah. I
3: haven't gone too deep into it
2: Not, but people told me like oh you need to learn about them yeah. mm-hmm. for
1: people who don't know it's just that the government wants you to be able the government wants Comcast and all these like pro- service providers to be able to make you pay more so like say you, you want to go on Facebook you'll have to buy the social media package mm. say you want to go I don't mm. know, on Amazon you have to buy the online shopping package so no longer is the inner, no longer is the neutral along among all websites. No longer is it the same to go to this website as that website. They want it to be able to pay.
2: What about to, for like news sources and stuff? What do you mean? Like would it affect if you could
1: new, view yeah, like different news package?
3: package. Oh, it's wow. like TV now. How yeah. like you pay for certain packages of how much you want? It would be like the same thing. They That's don't want that.
1: They don't want. I don't know the Young Turks or yeah. some third party thing. Just. Slow exactly. it down so people can't even access it. You don't have to even take it off.
0: That's the thing, too, mm. with, like, Netflix. Like, Comcast has, what is it, StreamFlix? Mm. And it's, that's right. their competitive version of Netflix. So they could very easily throttle Netflix down to, like, unusable speeds and have StreamPix be the fastest version on their internet. So you can't use Netflix anymore. You have to use Comcast StreamPix or StreamFlix. Mm. Whatever. It's stupid. They, yeah. When I got a Internet for this house... Comcast called me three times, and they were like, oh, you really should be getting, like, this... Uh, like, you should be signing up for StreamFlix. I've and I was like, I have that. Netflix. Why would I need StreamFlix? And they were like, it's better. And I was like, is it? Yeah, mm. I feel like why. it's not. Right. Mm. And Netflix is
1: literally producing original series. Mm.
3: Which are really good. Yeah, right? Like, I've never seen, w- like, a Netflix original that I didn't like. Mm. Movie or show.
2: I'm, so, back to this, like, net neutrality thing. I just feel like that would... If you think about people who can't afford things already, like if you're taking away this huge source of information that they can get, I feel like that's going to just continue to widen this gap between Mm. rich and poor. That's horrible.
1: The Internet is no longer the Internet. Right. They're trying to kill the Internet. How do you feel about that? I do not like that. I think that is, especially for people like us, like we're here like, I don't know, like who knows, this could become a job. But if something like this happens, like people got to pay to access our content, not even pay us. Like yeah. it's Comcast. It, yeah, it's over. Um,
2: do we think people will?
1: Oh, people will buy it.
2: Hmm.
1: But also, I pay for us. <laughs> <buy it.
2: laughs> I didn't mean you specifically, but
1: <laughs> I saw that now a lot of billionaires are coming out in there, making like a false internet, not a false internet, but new types of internet, mm. like Musk, Kim.com, Richard Branson. Like now they're all conspiring to a make different something kind of different. Internet. Yeah, they want to make a worldwide internet using satellites so you have Wi-Fi everywhere and it's totally, a totally new.
0: Bless. I hope so because right now the only thing you have is Comcast or like AT&T and that's it. Right. Which is, it's super funny too because Comcast's statement was like, oh, we support an open internet. Like we're not going to, we're not going to do that. We're not going to throttle different websites. We're going to keep it open. We're going to keep it free. Just let us, just let us have this freedom. Like we're not going to, we're not going to do it, but let us, but we won't. Mm. Then why do you want it? Yeah, like, it, yeah. it doesn't make any sense why they would why they would ask for it if they're not going to take advantage of it. Such yeah. a shithead jeep pie. That's his name. Oh, my God. Comcast mm-hmm. is just such a... Sh- Dude, it, it's rated as the worst company in America, or the, the most hated really? company in America. <laughs> really? Com- Comcast that company. The most wow. hated company. That's so, so interesting. They're just so bad to deal with. Yeah. Have you ever had to have an interaction with them?
2: No, I don't no. have Comcast. I envy you. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I don't have them. It's weird to think about people thinking about Creating a new internet, like I can't even begin to picture what that looks like. And the fact that people mm. are like, "Oh, we're gonna create this thing that no one else has ever thought of before." That's really cool. Also, mm. kind of I don't scary, even know how, but,
1: what it would consist of, how it would work. But yeah, mm. these billionaires just have. That's like one good thing about capitalism. Like everyone shits on it, but we have these the elite billionaires to- who are now taking problems into their own hands.
3: Mm. Mm. But really, only because this benefits them. It because, does. Yeah, but like they would never if losing the internet didn't affect them at all, like, they wouldn't care. Mm. So at the of... same
1: time, Musk and them are all, like, trying to get us into space, and they're trying to drill mm. tr- tunnels under L.A., and they're trying to bring us towards electric cars. Like, it's not all just, like, yeah. so; self- It is motivated by self-gain, because it, like, that's what... Of that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. But there is an undertone of mm. humanitarianism in there.
2: Mm. Mm. In my um, cultural site class, we were talking about, like, where capitalism came from. I think I talked to... A- one or two of you about this, but um, they were talking about the Protestant Reformation.
3: Oh, yeah. I yeah. just learned about that. Oh, you took my mm-hmm. class. Were you? Um my it's like social theory for it's like um, sociology. Oh, cool. But yeah, I was talking about how
2: um, we switched from a collectivist view to an individualistic view of religion. So instead of us like all as a human race going to heaven or hell together, it became like an individual. So like you could go to heaven, but I could go to hell. Um, and these people's only. Um, like inkling of knowing if they were going to go to heaven or hell is what they thought of themselves and so they were saying that capitalism grew from people having money and seeing like okay well if I have money then I'm like gifted by God I'm a good person I can have more money and then instead of investing their money into things other than the church and like growing the community around them it was more about how can I get myself more money because this is reaffirming the fact that I'm going to heaven Um, but it just blows my mind that like Things that were because a lot. I don't think any of us are religious here, um, but like we're affected by that, and like the way that our brain is shaped and the way that we yeah. act is affected by religious movements from the past. and that, absolutely, m- blows my Ooh. mind. That's so weird.
1: For real, yeah. that shapes a, our society.
2: What'd you say? That's
1: insane. How like yeah. we thought of humanity as a whole going to heaven or hell. I
2: know. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> that that
1: is a foreign thought. I
2: really. know. Yeah, I feel like we would be a lot better people if, to other people if that was the view that we had, that, like, we're all in this together and we yeah. had a strong sense of community. Um, but it's not like that anymore. I mm-hmm. wonder what made that shift, you know? Like, Agriculture.
1: You think so? I think that's where it all started. Like that's same where it, way. Like, before, when you were living in a small tribe of people and everybody depended on everybody else, mm-hmm. like, if you were hiding food or if you were hiding food, like, that now affects my survival. Right. So you have to depend on the other people. So now you go to agriculture and now you're cooking your own – not cooking, but you're growing your own food. You depend on yourself and other people are to be mm-hmm. pushed away because they're going to – all of a sudden your profits are now split. Mm-hmm. And, like, that also kind of brought up, like, the patriarchy and shit like that because now it's your wife and your kids and your farm. Like, the man Yours, that like, gets yeah. out there early and does it we're opposed to – the whole tribe moving together through the woods
2: yeah that's interesting in that um the cross-cultural class i'm talking about they talked about the um different mindsets of wheat farmers versus um, those who grow rice and um, the communities that grow rice have to rely a lot more on each other because of the processes that it is um and they're a lot more collectivistic whereas those who grow wheat it can be more of an individual process so their communities are shaped differently based on their agriculture so that would make sense um on that shift. I
1: feel like rice is more efficient, anyways, <laughs> in terms of holding a giant population. Mm, yeah, like just look at India, China, yeah, Mongolia.
2: I Bush, love learning about other Japan. cultures. It's so interesting. If you ever Ooh. have more time in your schedule here, I, you probably don't, right? You're.
1: I'm an anthropology minor, so.
2: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but cross-cultural psychology is a very, Ooh. very good class to take. Yeah, that was the the documentary that the we watched together. West. Yeah, Uh, were you there for that? Mm -mm. No, it was Andrew for the beginning of it, right? Mm. Um, But yeah, it's like 45 minutes long on YouTube. I'll send you the link. It's very good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a big fan.
1: We got to combat ethnocentrism, which is like looking at other cultures Mm. through the eyes of your own morals and values
2: yeah what's weird is that you don't even know you're doing that until you learn about other cultures and you learn what uh, ethnocentrism is and then you're like oh shit like (laughs) (laughs) i do that a lot (laughs) yeah Yeah. seriously
3: we talked about that in one of my classes like maybe freshman year and um he kind of gave us a scenario he was like okay so i forget what country does this but he put us back in time and basically what would happen is if a woman's husband died she would burn with him like on the what are those things called pies when Pires. they put you on the water and okay so like she would have to go on it too and oh. that was that was their culture oh. wow but sometimes like there would be a woman who's like yes like that's what i'm gonna do and like she lays down and just does it and then there's other times where it's by force and she's like screaming like no i don't want to like and like they tie her down so he's like okay so now you come from our culture and you have to go there and you see that happening what would you do mm-hmm. And we kind of had to talk about it. Like, some people were like, well, I would say, like, stop. Like, I would help her. And they're like, well, what right do you have to say that? Because that's not your culture and you don't know anything about yeah. that. But, like, morally, you were just like, I need to help her. But then if you don't, you're going along with their culture. But, like, it's like a weird scenario to put yourself in. Yeah.
0: I feel like people put respect for others' cultures above respect for, like, the person or respect for the individual. Mm. Like, if mm-hmm. I saw someone, like like being strat screaming to this like rapid yeah. light on fire i'd be like oh well you know i gotta respect their culture like no i'm gonna go i'm gonna Absolutely. go there and gotta, like yeah. you got because we're to empathetic that. but mm.
3: at the same time it's like almost disrespectful because like yeah. i mean we do like fucked up shit too oh, yeah. so it's like i don't know yeah. yeah it's weird. i was just
0: gonna say that's me coming from coming from, you know, the West, like, yeah. I'm coming yeah. from from this environment where obviously I look at that and I'm like, holy shit, like, I got to get out of here. But someone else who's especially, like, born and raised in that area might just be like, this is the way we do That's it. That's it,
2: yeah. Yeah, and they're probably thinking about how that action, um, that tradition affects the culture, the community as a whole, where we see it as, like, that individual is hurting. Like, we need to help them. But mm. stepping
3: in on that process could be, like, a huge insult to right
2: um everything they believe in that's a tough
3: situation yeah it was interesting yeah. same with um, um female like general mutilations like really oh, big yeah. in like um india watch, and stuff uh, documentary about that yeah oh the, yeah we across. did um so a lot of people are very against it i've done like research papers on it because i find it really interesting um and pe- people in the west are like that's fucked like how the fuck can we do that like and a lot of times it is by force so like the girls don't necessarily want it mm. but we do the same fucking thing with like baby boys like yeah. they nope. get circumcised and no totally one, it's just normal it's just it like, like oh you want them it. circumcised yeah and they just do it it's, and it's like and it's not <laughs> even like they have like the baby has a choice because right? yeah. obviously no. they have no fucking idea it's just weird <laughs> but we look at them like That's fucked. How can they do that? But we do the same thing.
2: Yeah, that is interesting. How in I don't remember the documentary that we watched really. How old are the girls? Do you remember?
3: Well, it can. They don't do it when they're little. Yeah,
2: like they do it when they're like, like
3: 12, teenager, like yeah, almost like prepubescent, but a little bit, like maybe like 15. Eek. Yeah, and but they, it's age. like different oh, types too. Like I
1: saw some way how that they do it, and it's like a plate with like a hole in it, shaped like a vulva, and then it's just like this metal scrape. Yeah, you put it and it's
2: just like sk- Yeah, yeah. And, and I know you said like babies don't have the choice, which I agree. Like. It's kind of fucked up, but at the same point, they won't remember it. Yeah, so I feel like that's how we rationalize it here. Whereas they're like, "You're gonna remember that, and you're gonna yeah. like remember the pain that you yeah. feel and stuff like that." So,
3: in a in a like a lesser sense, a lot of people have an issue with like piercing babies' ears. Mm-hmm. I know I got my ears pierced when I was a baby, like Definitely. I was like just born. But like my mom was like, "Oh, that's like an Italian thing." Like my my mom <laughs> did that, and her mom <laughs> did that. She's like, "I'm gonna do it," but I don't remember it, and I'm not upset that she did it. But yeah. some like new parents are like, "That's." they think it's so messed mm. up. Mm. That's do you weird. think the
1: body remembers? Like the person might not remember, but do you think the body forms any little inkling of trauma around that area? I'm
2: trying I'm to think. think. Like how would you, how would that like, be Like if exciting? a body,
1: like a growing body experiences like a ton of pain in like the groin. Mutilation. Mutilation, mm. like the areas ripped up. Yeah. Is it going to form any sort of neurosis or something around that area? Even you, if the muscle's just all dense and tighten, like it, ha- the body know. has to remember somehow. Did you
3: before you ever got like hit in that like your dick or your balls? Did you like know what it almost felt like? Like you knew? Did you know how bad it felt, but not really could like feel the pain? Because maybe that would be it you remember. know how right you don't remember that's the thing it was it was the frisbee. earliest one I how remember how old are you <laughs> oh yeah tell that story five. That's- five
2: yeah
1: I just remember my aunt threw a frisbee and it just hit me and I just like dropped like a ton uh, of bricks hmm. that's so funny I was because like, I can't oh
2: picture God. what that feels like no yeah, getting elbowed in the boob is not fun, but I don't think it's like on any level of what that is. Yeah,
1: mm. I can't imagine that. Yeah, like these are totally mute. Yeah, like, no feeling. <laughs> like, might as well
0: be skin. <laughs> like, guys usually just as like a form of like brotherhood they're just like my dude like they bump chest and yeah just like, like give each yeah. other a punch it's so <laughs> I mean, funny
3: no that. i i cannot even like begin to understand how bad it hurts and a lot of times i'm like oh he's just being dramatic but like you they're genuinely not like yeah. it just it hurts, hurts that bad, it's like a deep stomach is, pain yeah it feels like Weird. someone
0: like punched you but like in your stomach but not on the surface like it feels like someone inside, your stomach. You <laughs> inside your stomach i can't even it's insane
1: that
3: so like been... the worst cramp you could get.
1: Essentially, yeah. You guys want to hear a gross story? Yeah. Oh my story? god. All you have to say is gross. Yes. yes. <laughs> Surfboarding this last summer, water's oh, freezing no. cold. Oh god. I'm it in was a I was I'm there. in a wetsuit. Yeah, you were. There. I, and like, <laughs> I fell off the board and I hopped back up on and I just laid down on my stomach, but my balls were like up and they like were on my stomach oh, no. and when I laid down on them, one of them went into my stomach. What do you mean? And I reached down, you, and there was only one. What? Like, I
3: can't, what? <laughs> no, it,
1: it went. It went up into my body.
3: Oh yeah, that happened. And I was like,
1: I reached down, there was only one testicle. I was like, <laughs> holy shit! And I felt my like groin, and I could feel it. And I just how did that happen? Pop! I just popped it out right Wait, there. How did was, you pop it, was it out? Over. I just. And it was over. I felt it's your it in hands. My, yeah, <laughs> I felt it with my thumb, and I just pushed it, and it just. Went
0: right was back Was it the
3: weirdest feeling? Is that supposed to yeah. happen?
0: Yeah. Was that your first encounter with, what would you call that? Receding. Um, <laughs> receding <laughs> testicular. Receding of the testicular. Has that today. happened to you too? Uh, not that I <laughs> I like remember. laid on it.
3: I do know people who wow. that's happened to. Where it just like, they go up. Yeah. But then they come back I out. had a friend in high school. I hope that they're
2: not watching this because I'm going to tell the story anyways. Um, but he was playing soccer and got like cleated in the balls. And mm. it Popped, oh, my God. And he threw up, like, everywhere and, Whoa. like, couldn't. Yeah, and had to get, like, surgery and stuff. Whoa. So
3: does he only have one? Yeah. 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 Isn't that
2: crazy? I can wow. imagine. That must have hurt so incredibly I feel bad. Like that
0: should be a natural defense mechanism. Like, I feel like when you get, like, tense, like, they should just go inside. <laughs> and,
4: like, you, you should all my consciously do that. <laughs> That's funny. Like,
1: fighting stance. <laughs> <laughs> Power stance. Yeah. <you> <laughs> <laughs> That's a compression short too, though. When I put them on, I'm like, "Whoa!" Like I'm now like a unisex human. Like no longer is there any weakness.
2: That's how you feel when you put on compression shorts. I, I think empowering. that every time. Yeah. <laughs> that's
1: really funny. Oh man, that's great. It was scary though. I was like, for like for a second, I'm like, "Oh my god!" I'm. Like, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> It'll it's gone. Never and then come I just felt it, and I <laughs> just popped it out, and that's no
2: more so pain. Weird. That's so really funny. Do you guys go surfing together a lot?
1: We went once, only once.
2: Just one time. Are you looking to get more into it or no?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's
2: fun. Have you been? No, I've never been. It's yet. like
1: an ordeal when you don't have a board though, because you got to go rent the boards yeah. and you pay for the whole day. So it's kind of a day thing. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna get one over the winter. Now that they're getting like cheaper. buy one.
2: Yeah, um, you should talk to. Do you know Charlie Frody
1: we actually surfed with charlie yeah he oh you there. did
2: oh that's so funny it yeah, he's good at all he's yeah his family's like super his into dad it. was there too yeah his dad they are such a cool family um I, I went to his house one time i think over winter break and his entire basement is just like filled with different kinds of surfboards that they've gotten on their travels places um and they've been on so many cool trips like just surfing around the world which is so fun shout out charlie mm. shout, out, shout, shout out charlie, charlie. he's so fun. he's so fun yeah i've never been though i would yeah. I'd like to try it. Yeah.
1: It's just kind of spooky. Like there's so many great white sharks. Yeah. In at Nosset. Like mm. con- like there's constant yeah. constant mm. sightings.
2: I'm reading a book right now. Um it's called Unbroken and it's about World War II. Um and it's about this like track star Louis Zamperini. Oh, I've heard that. Have mm. you Chris read that? told me about. Wasn't there this? a movie oh, that really? just came out? Oh, I don't know. i um, my the book was I was at home and I was like I want to read something and I saw it so I picked it up. But um it was talking about how if um this person was in the Air Force and if the planes crashed, they like if they didn't die on impact, they got eaten by sharks. Like the waters were just like absolutely infested. But I guess this guy was on a raft for twenty seven days. I haven't finished the book yet, so I don't know what happens and sorry if this is a spoiler. But he was on the raft with for twenty seven days with two other people and their raft was just getting like circled by sharks. Um and they finally saw like a helicopter, um, or like some type of plane, I don't remember what it was. Um, and they thought it was Americans, like, coming to save them. And it was actually um, Japanese, like, fighter. Whoa. Yeah. Imagine that. Like, you're mm. stranded. And then you have to, like, try and fight them off not having eaten anything in 27 days. Like, you have no strength. I don't know what happens at the end of the Oh, book. I was like, what I'll happens? I'll keep you posted. I don't know. <laughs> just, It's crazy that people go through that. And, like, yeah. we're sitting here just, like. When yeah. you
1: read stuff like that. Like, I read... Uh, a man Search for meaning by Viktor Frankl no, 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 no. Viktor Frankl and he went he's a psychologist and he went through the Nazi concentration camps and when you just read how they treated people like yeah you just mm. realize you're like wow I'm so so soft yeah and what
2: yeah. what was really interesting about the book it talks about how many um People in the Air Force had died during World War Two, but most of it was due to accidents. Like the planes mm. were just not sturdy, and they would crash. And it wasn't even like they were going into combat; it was like they were practicing flying. They would get like lost in the fog and then never come back. And that was like seventy percent of the deaths of like Air Force pilots Whoa. in the World War Two, which is crazy because like you think those things would be that that didn't have to happen, you like know? Proper engineering, right? Engineering. Yeah, but they were just coming up with the technology. It's very interesting. Do you know what was the one of the most one
1: haunting there. parts of that book? Mm. They, so they, make, they made them all sleep on plywood. Yeah. They'd sleep like seven to a, seven to a bunk, all just huddled together and mm-hmm. no blankets, no nothing, just on plywood. Yeah. And the guy next to him was freaking out and he was like in a bad dream. And he was like screaming, you know, with your mouth closed, like when you're having a bad dream. Or, yeah. Ugh, that's scary. And he went to wake him up and he stopped and he realized that <laughs> nothing, he said to himself, nothing that's going on in that dream could be worse than the reality that surrounds him right now. And so he just let him sleep.
2: That's horrifying.
1: The Imagine having
2: ob- that realization. Like, that life is actually worse than your worst nightmare. Right? Oh, the objective yeah. reality
1: is worse than the worst objective reality.
2: Ugh. That's really scary. Do you have something to Yeah.
0: It? When you were talking about that raft story, oh, yeah. this, this came to mind. I read this a couple of years ago, and mm-hmm. I knew at one point I had to read this on the podcast, and it just came up right now. Oh, perfect. But... So I'm going to try to, like, frame this as great as possible. Um, This is a couple of years back. 16-year-old Austin Hatch, he is a star basketball player. I think he was, like, he got a full scholarship to uh, some university to play there. And he was involved in a plane crash on his way back from the family's vacation home in a small single-engine plane piloted by his father, Dr. Stephen Hatch. And the plane crash killed his father, his stepmother and Austin survived and he was like barely clinging to life. Um, So obviously like that gave him a lot to think about but it also gives him a lot of time to think about how eight years prior he was involved in a plane crash when they were on their way to the family's vacation home piloted by his father (laughs) and that one killed his mother, his sister and his brother. Austin and his dad managed to like climb the way out of that one.
2: That is fuck? horrifying. <laughs> that fucking
0: dad like, Hey dude. dad. Yeah. yeah. Hey dad. <laughs> like,
3: that, that reminded me of so, Hatchet. So oh, Do you remember that? You remember that Hatchet yeah. Where the boy I mean, everyone fit. dies and he's like What happened um, to him? He,
1: he I actually have a Gary Paulson book right up there. Oh really? Yeah, it's called Guts. Oh that's
3: funny. I he lived, right? Happened. Yeah, for yeah, he a he kind of like He's, he's yeah. older than that book.
2: Oh, really? Is that like the sequel of it?
1: I think it's just like the post story of his life. Like it's Wait, all about hunting. like a real story? Yeah.
2: Oh, I remember reading that in like the fifth grade, but I didn't, <laughs> I didn't, I,
3: yeah, I didn't really know it was a real story. That just reminded me of it. I was like, wow.
1: It's amazing how much a blade will save your life in the woods. Yeah. Being mm-hmm. able to cut.
2: Yeah. I don't anything. think I could make it. I don't feel like oh, I have no. any of those kind of skills. Really? No. Yeah. Applause to you guys because I feel like you'd live. But. I, <laughs> I don't know if I could <laughs> survive
0: the initial plane crash. Like this kid survived too. Right? Yeah, like, can you imagine the terror going deck? Can you imagine what the what? dad was thinking the second time? Like, he was just like, fuck. Like, Austin. Like, dad? Like, he's just like,
1: I'm the worst dad. He's like, Austin, we're going to be good, buddy. <laughs> We got 100 survival record so far. <laughs>
0: oh you imagine,
4: God, like, guys are horrible. I mean,
1: it's, it's one thing to like crash a
0: plane, climb out of the wreckage, and be like, "That was the craziest thing ever." Like, I will fly again. It's a completely other thing to like kill members of your family and be like, well, "That's not going to stop me." Well, yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: that's so scary. God, like, he
3: must feel kind of good about himself, though. Like, he survived two plane yeah, crashes that killed everyone dead. else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right yeah at least he has uh, that one thing it's
0: all about austin like, it, <laughs> yeah. pretty good. maybe his dad was just like i can't live through this one like people oh, are gonna be pissed Stop. like true gotta let <laughs> some gotta let pop the cyanide you know. pill oh, my goodness. like you killed mom and then you killed new mom maybe it was new a suicide <laughs> attempt
2: wild oh goodness it's so crazy i used to be really scared of flying um, mm. just like the takeoff and landing part would get me.
3: I'm a little better now, but I love that part. Really? Yeah, I like mm. when your heart like goes up a little mm. bit. Yeah,
2: no, mm. I don't
3: love it.
1: I did my last one higher than previously thought possible.
2: Really? <laughs> Flying? What was that like? Yeah, it was awesome. Was it really? <laughs> so cool. Uh. I
1: like that experience of just like submitting to the reality that surrounds you, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. Just like, well, if, if I die here, like, that's what's gonna happen.
2: Yeah, that's how mm. I feel every time I go on a plane. I'm like, well, I could die. But it's, it's funny, because airplanes are so much safer than cars, and we drive all the time. I feel like they're not. I know. Well, but, like, <laughs> they are, but I feel like I feel they're like
3: large not. Ones. Yeah. Like, huge, like, <laughs>
0: jetliners, I feel so safe on, like, really? a, on, like, an airline. But if I was in, like, a single-engine Cessna, yeah. like, like, some dude with, like, a headset sitting next to me, like, don't worry, I got this. Like, <laughs> when
2: I went do
1: skydiving, you know? I was so ready to get out of that I, plane oh
2: my god say more i would love to hear about that experience
1: i definitely will but these cameras are going on in one minute oh,
2: okay That's so we'll just know. call
1: it right there i woke up it was like seven o'clock and brian barry called me at like <laughs> eight o'clock and he was like hey dude do you want to go skydiving today no first he's like what's up for today and i was like yeah wow. honestly nothing and he's like hey you want to go skydiving i was like you decided mm-hmm. that day yeah he's like oh we got like 10 people going so it's more than 10 probably like 15 people so he's like it's only 100 bucks he's like mm-hmm. i was like okay yeah i'll go Oh, no. Well, he was like, what time? No, he's like, okay, so I have something to tell you. We're ready to go, but we're going to leave in 30 minutes. <laughs> so do you want to go? And I was like, Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I just like cold showered real quick and was ready to go. We got there. We went down to the Martian Mills in Cape Cod. They fly lower there. I, like, I wanted to optimally do it in New Hampshire because they fly higher there because the laws are a lot freer up there. But so we went to the cave. watch people go all day. I guess the most dangerous part of it is the landing,
2: like you because landing, yeah, or
1: jumping out of the plane and landing because that you have insane. to lift your legs up. If you don't lift your legs up high enough, then you'll just face plant in the in the ground and break your legs. Mm. Yeah, so I was like, but them you're off. with
2: someone, right? Like on your back, oh, or yeah, you're big on Brazilian back? dude. Are you on his back or is he on your? No, back? he's on my back because he has the. Right, right, right. Yep. So got we
1: watched it. like a couple of people go and then Brian and I went up in the plane together.
2: What was the scariest part? Probably
1: oh, the scariest part by far was when he just opens the door at like seven <laughs> like seventy oh, five hundred feet. In. Yeah, and he's like, Hey little man He's like, Step down that ledge right there. And I'm just like, Oh my god And he's like Don't worry man you got a parachute in your back And I was like And I just like <laughs> inched down onto it and then he's like ready three, two. He just jumped me. Oh, I didn't even, cause I wanted to turn around and bump Brian, but I was facing forward and Brian like, was facing back. <laughs> so there was no way I was turning around.
3: Grab him with you. But. I felt anxious just hearing you tell that story. I told him,
1: I was like, I know that you have to be safe, but would you do me a favor? He's like, what? Well, I go, pull it as low as you possibly can. Wow. Cause I really just want a free fall for a while. And then he he pulled he's like, We pulled it pretty low, but he was like he handed me the things and I was like, Oh shit and I was like controlling it. And then he's like, Alright, just be careful and I was like
3: <laughs>
1: and we were just doing like circles so in there. Loud. It was so fun. Could it, you hear him? Yeah like, Oh once once you're once you're in the parachute, dead quiet.
3: Really. But
1: before that, nothing.
3: Yeah. It's just wow. air just
1: rushing by your face. Was it
3: like
2: serene when you were in the air? Like, oh, did you yeah. feel calm? Or, like, when did once the. Once it opens,
1: stop? You, once
0: once you stop falling and it's open. What's Wait. the feeling as you're falling? Like, the entire plummet. Do you go through,
1: like, a range of emotions as <laughs> you're dropping? Or is it just a constant state of, like, oh! Originally, the very first split second, it's like, I'm gonna die. And then, <laughs> oh. then you ease into it and it's like, oh, it went from. It's just like a scrap <laughs> of being less and less scared and then becoming more and more happy Common. and exhilarated.
4: Yeah. Mm. Like the
1: ex and then you get kinda sad when he pulls a shoot because you're like, oh, oh the free fall so is so fun. fun. Yeah. But you think that you'd get that like stomach, like if you go down a hill really fast, but you don't. Not at all. Because your whole body is moving together. Right. So like, mm. I feel like the hill is like your outsides move before your insides. But Do you like think that's actually I think that's that's, that's my my time <laughs> I think what it is is like
0: if you're like in a roller coaster. <laughs> You're not, you're not free falling. Like your body is being pulled by this Mm. weight. So like Mm. you're actually just, you're accelerating faster than you're supposed to. Yeah. Mm. But I feel like if you're, again, bro science, but like (laughs) when you're falling, I feel like you're just, you have the time to actually speed up the way your body's supposed to.
1: Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Like when the, when your body's pulled down, like the outside of your body is like, whereas your organs, the outside of your body's pulled down real fast. Whereas the organs like just as like a second little lag. Like they squish together. Whereas this, your whole body is accelerating science. at the same time. It's not rocket science. It's bro it's
2: science, m- which is like
0: regular science. science, but much harder.
3: And better. That's much so better. Fun. How long was it, like the fall? Total Yeah,
1: five minutes. If so that. how
3: long were you without a parachute?
1: 15 seconds, 20 oh, seconds. Oh, really? You cover ground, man. Oh, wow. Okay. A lot of ground.
3: Damn, I was good. thinking it was like a minute. Two minutes without the parachute. No. Maybe, maybe
1: 25, 30 seconds. That's yeah. crazy.
3: Um, do you think that's the scariest thing you've ever done?
1: No, Bear. The Bear with Chris with was
2: Chris. way scarier. Yeah, yeah, What about you, Drew? The scariest thing you've ever done?
0: Scariest? It wasn't really a thing that I did, but the scariest moment of my life was when I was being fucking chased out of uh, Paul Dever oh. by this, like, crazy dude.
2: Oh, you told me that story. Yeah. Was that, like, the abandoned yeah. yeah, I've never told
0: it on the podcast, so I'll tell Can it again. you tell it? I've tell never it, heard my it. dude. So, basically, it was like... I used to go to um, this abandoned mental hospital a lot to take pictures. Uh, It was called Paul Dever. Um, I think back in the day it was like school for – They called it like school for like the criminally retarded or something. It was a a (laughs) weird name. Yeah, that's rough. Criminally (laughs) retarded. It it was a weird name. But it was the craziest place to go because it was about twice the size of BSU. Mm. It It wasn't like one building. It was like a compound of a bunch of buildings connected by these underground tunnels. And there was also a bunch of streets in between them. It was kind of like, it was kind of like a mini like city. And it was, it'd been abandoned for like 10 years. So there are no streetlights in there. It's like completely quiet. Just a bunch of overgrown shit. Um, So we go, it was like two in the morning and I was with this girl. We go like deep into the center of it, into this one building where we wanted to take pictures there because it was an abandoned gym. So it was like a big open gymnasium. And we get there, and we... So mind you, there were a bunch of rumors that we had heard that, like, satanic cults would go there, and they would, like, sacrifice cats and shit. And we were like, oh, whatever, that's crazy. But we get there, and there's two cat dishes outside the oh, building. One so of them creepy. has fresh cat food in it, like wet cat food, and the other one has water. And we're like, hmm. whoa, that's weird. Yeah. But we didn't really think anything of it. And we go inside, and there was this cat inside the building, and it was sliced down the middle... And and ripped open and flattened like a bear rug. Like if you've ever seen one of those bear rugs that are like just the skin, and it's like laying flat. Yeah. It was a cat, and it looked just like that. It was it was horrifying. And we just yeah. lo- we looked at it and we were like, gotta get the fuck out of here. Especially
2: because it's wet cat food. Like, yeah, like they had
0: just fresh. put it out. Yeah. We were like, holy shit. So we we just dipped, and on our way out, we we get to this like intersection. Remember, it's pitch black out. You, there's nothing, mm. and it's it's also silent because we're away from the city. So, like, you can't hear any cars going by. It's just complete silence like crickets. And we get to the middle of this intersection, and all of a sudden we hear, like, the sound of, like, someone jumping off of a platform, like, almost like they just jumped off a front step, right. and they just start walking towards us. And it must have been, like, must have been, like, 40 yards away from us, just, like, slowly walking towards us. So we froze.
2: Were you in a car or no? no. we're walking. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because
0: it's all, like, locked up gates, so you right. can't really you can't really drive a car in there. So, we we just, like, freeze in the middle of this intersection. I have, like, a big mag light, but I hadn't turned it on yet because we were trying to be stealthy, and I didn't want to turn it on and, like, show him where we were. So, I, like, we were just, like, frozen for a second, and all of a sudden, the footsteps just stop, and there's, like, this, like, 10-second period of silence, and all of a sudden, just, like, burst like, running towards us. We just hear the footsteps Mm -hmm. getting closer and closer, like, sprinting at us. So, she, she, like, ran track, so she was fat. Like, we were just (laughs) out of there. I was trying to keep up with her, and... Oh, my God, dude. We must have ran, it was like a quarter of a mile to get back to the car. Oh, my God. Or not a quarter. It was like three quarters of a mile. So That's
2: a long sprint.
0: <laughs> it was the fastest I've ever run in my life. Yeah. And I hadn't even, I wasn't even fully in the car yet by the time it was moving and driving. Like, dude, we had ran up until you get to where the streetlights are from the surrounding town. And he followed us all the way. We heard the footsteps behind us the whole way until, until you could see my car is when he, like, cut back. And we knew it wasn't a security guard because I'd been approached by security guards there before, and they usually like they're in a car or they have a flashlight. or oh, they announced them. Yeah, and they're like, too. "Hey, like, like, what are you doing?" But like, mm-hmm. silence, nothing
1: but footsteps.
3: Oh, that's so scary! It was
0: absolutely horrifying.
1: And that was the scariest moment of my
3: life. Wow,
2: I Dude, can't imagine. Those
1: those experiences are scary because there's no guarantee. where skydiving, it's like I'm wearing a parachute, like I'm. I know I'm going to be okay, yeah, and people but this do is it. like, holy fuck, my life could be over right dude, now. it's yeah, one man. person running at two people. How
0: crazy are you if you're running towards two people and you don't know anything about them?
1: Or oh, the yeah. fact you just sliced a cat open. Yeah. Literally, like,
0: uh. like, what the fuck? Like, I, It just blows my mind. Like, I don't know what could have happened if, if like we had waited any longer to run mm. or if, like, oh, it was just absolutely terrifying. I had nightmares that night.
2: I'm sure. I'm sure, yeah. dude. Like,
0: I... I never went back there again without another person, or at least, like, a group of three people or a weapon. Dude, let's go back. And- Is yeah, it it's it's still there? Oh, it's no, gone. They, they tore the whole it's thing gone.
2: down. It's gone. Oh. Yeah. Hmm.
3: It's
0: all gone. Where was it? It was in Taunton. It's an oh. industrial park now. They, like, built all these industrial... Well, there's still, like, some small parts left. So mm. there's a... Uh, like I said, it was huge. There were, like, 40 buildings, and...
4: That's a lot. Some,
0: yeah, right? It was, it was enormous. And mind you, like, they're all connected by underground tunnels. So you could That's go in on so one cool. building on one corner and get all the way to the other side of the campus wow. and come up and, like, not even have to walk through it. You must but, have felt mm, like it
2: was the lottery when you found that place.
0: It, I how used did to, you find I probably it? went there, like, 50 times in my life.
2: Yeah. Mm. Well, how did you come across that?
0: Um, I think, actually, my dad was telling me about it, like, a, a while ago because the state police used to use it to train their dogs there. They would train them to, like, mm. search buildings because it was all abandoned. Right, right, and, right. And he was just like, oh, yeah, like, he would – uh he would come back and be like, "Oh yeah, cool day at uh, Dever. Like we found this, we we saw like this." Because there was always something cool going on there. Yeah. I mean, the
2: pictures like, you have from there are really cool. Oh,
0: I have so many pictures yeah. from that place, and it really was an awesome spot, especially in the day. It was not scary at all in the daytime. Right. It was actually like really cool, really uh, really calm. But at night, isn't that weird the vibe how it, that happens? Yeah.
2: Places can be so creepy, just like when the sun goes down. Yeah, mm. the and woods. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. And it wasn't even the woods.
0: It's just, it's just like the nothingness. Like, people weren't there. There's no civilization. And you know what's funny, too, is when my dad was a kid, it wasn't like that. Like, it was abandoned, but instead of it being, like, a scary place where there were, like, not many people, he said that, people used to throw parties there like the kids used to go there well
2: think about it 40 empty buildings 40 empty yeah. buildings he
0: said each each high school from all the surrounding towns would have their own building and like the top and high kids would go to the building in the middle Imagine. the kids from middleborough would go That's to the so building cool. and like That's they would so all just party cool. in these buildings he That's said so it was like cool. the thing to do Right, That's and like like, that would be so sick if we all just had this spot to go to. We're like, oh, no, that's the wrong building. You're at the uh, you're at the Eponaquit building. You have to go to the Totten High <laughs> building. That's where we're all at.
1: Did you tell me the place got swatted once while you were there? Is that you who said that?
0: It wasn't while I was there, but I set up, um, you know that deer camera I have? Yeah. I set up a camera it. there to do, like, it was a motion-activated camera. So I, like, strapped oh, it on that's this. Really I, cool. Yeah, right? I strapped it on the roof of the building, and I was, like, trying to see if there were animals there. Or I was actually, I think I was actually trying to find out who the fuck did that to the cat because I put it on that same building. Mm. And I was like, I was just thumbing through it a week later, like trying to see what was up. And I get to one of these clips and it's just a bunch of like military dudes dressed up in all black and they have these machine guns and there. There's probably like like 15 of them and they were just like slowly entering this building.
3: Damn. I wonder why.
0: They were just training, I think.
2: Oh, okay. Like, like what happened the cat there? Yeah. <laughs> the <cat police. laughs> For
0: real, but like that's so funny. Oh, fuck! I just I wish, I wish I could have found out or gotten a picture of that person because that, that person has a face, dude. That person is still out there. Yeah. Mm. Like that's what you got to think about. This person exists, and they're still living, probably in the Totten area, which is like 15 minutes from us right now.
2: Oh, that's so creepy like, to think about. That makes wow. me not want to go outside.
0: There's <laughs> creepy people out there. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I wish I had the uh, pictures on this computer because I would, like, put them up right now, the dead cat pictures.
1: Oh, you have them?
0: I don't have them from when it was ripe and, like, cut open. (laughs) But I I went back there, like, a couple weeks later, and I looked for it in that building, and it was gone. So we were like, oh, fuck, like, they removed it. But then as we were walking the tunnels... It was in one of the tunnels. Like, they had moved moved it. it. Yeah, and it was all, like, rotted, and you could see, like, the skeleton and everything. Mm. But I took a picture of it then, so I'll have to show you afterwards. Oh, that's so creepy. Dude, we'll put it on the... We should put it on the screen. We'll we'll link you
3: guys.
2: (laughs) I feel like I don't put myself in situations that I guess... Like, I'm trying to think of Um. my scariest moment. Do you have one?
3: They happen, like, by accident. Like, I never went... Yeah. Like, purpose... Not purposely tried to find them, but, like... I'm just very... Do you have,
2: like, one specific moment you're thinking about?
3: I have two. One was I was on vacation in Maine with my best friend, Kira. And we were probably, like, 15. And we were walking down the street at night. And a lot of times, like, people would, like, honk at us or, like, yell at the window. So, like, we were used to that. Um, But one time I was on the outside. So I was by the street and she was, like, on the inside. um, And a van pulled up and stopped and, like, opened the door and, um, like, oh, they geez. screamed, and, like, I was, like, I froze, and she, like, pushed me a little bit. That was, like, Not her reaction. <laughs> Not in the van, but, like, towards it a little bit. Oh, because she was scared. Because yeah. she was scared, and we were little. And I, like, literally peed my pants a little bit. Like, oh, I was 20. so scared. And then they, like, screamed something at us and, like, shut it and, like, ran. Like, the van went away, and I was, like, I literally thought we were going to get abducted. Wow. It was scary, That's like, really as scary. a young kid, and we were, like, alone. Okay. It was, we shouldn't have been out that late. The second time was me and my group of friends like to hang out in the graveyard. I don't anymore because of the story. Um, So we're at the top of the Mount Prospect graveyard. There's like a top hill where we sit and we can like you can see everything. Um, So one time we're sitting up there just like eating and this guy's walking like you can see the sidewalk and it's lit up, but we're not lit up. Um, So you would not be able to see us. And he like stops, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" I was like, "Everyone, stop talking." And he like turns, and I saw him turn, but the, I was like, he just turned to us. He's looking at us, and they were like, "Oh no, no!" Like he's just he just stopped. Like he's on his phone, whatever. And I was like, "No, he's looking at us." And then we see his head go like straight again. I was like, "Okay." We need to, like, go. And they're, like, no, no. Like, he doesn't see us. It's fine. And he walks a little bit more. And then he stops, like, under this beam of light and turns. And I was, like, for, like, 30 (laughs) seconds, stares at us. And I was, like, how does he see us? Like, there's no way he sees us. But he sees us. I was, like, we need to go. And I'm, like, frozen because I was – I know, like, if we had to run – like I would be left behind. <laughs> and that sounds ridiculous, but like the people I was with are way faster than me and there's hills. I was like, I'm gonna get left behind and I was they so scared. No, they wouldn't leave me <laughs> behind, but I was like I'm getting left behind. Just push you
1: down and run. Yeah.
4: And so Take I was her. like so I was like,
3: We gotta go. And then he he went and we didn't know if he went in the graveyard or if he kept going, so we were like, We gotta go. Okay. And I was like shaking for like an hour after. Ooh. It's scary. It
4: was scary. Yeah.
1: How yeah. do good ones do you win?
2: No, I can't think of anything. Like, I I can think of some, like, adrenaline rushes. Like, jumping off that um, bridge in Maine was really big for me um, because I literally, I remember looking in your eyes and I was like, I cannot do it. <laughs> I <laughs> felt, when you talk about being paralyzed, I was like, I can't, I'm very scared of heights. And so being, it was funny. We were, I had no intentions of jumping off that bridge at all. And then um, Jenna was like, oh, like, let's just go, like, look at it. And I was like, oh, look at it. I'm golden like I can do that. <laughs> I can do that. and then freaking jen chamberlain goes over the barrier and i once she did it i was like i have to go with her because she's gonna mm. ask me to and i can't say no like she's my best friend and so i like got up on it and I just remember you were like Gwen just do it like you can just do it (laughs) I was like okay Um, but just like getting myself getting over was definitely the scariest part and I felt so good when I was like in the water afterwards I was like I just did something that Mm -hmm. I really didn't think I could do but that's such a lame story in comparison to all these scary things you guys have been through I don't think I've done anything. But similar. even
1: that's more than most people would do.
2: Yeah. yeah. I guess so. I would have love to do like that. Willfully throw
1: yourself yeah. into the air. It was funny. Mm. Jen
2: Chamberlain was like, okay, like, let's count to three. And I was like, okay. Um, and so she's, I think it might have been you counting. Someone was like, one. And I just rocketed myself <laughs> out. I like couldn't, because I knew if I waited, <laughs> I was just going to like stand there and stare at the water and chicken out. So I was like, see you later. Bye.
1: It's really funny watching all the different personality types.
2: There were, yeah, uh, on the bridge. Yeah. That is such a funny thing yeah because you there are people who would like let
1: their fear take them and then there's people who are like i don't even want to let the fear come in yeah like, that's how i was <laughs> yeah.
2: and there's also some of you that like go up on the higher one and like stand there and like embrace the air i'm like i could freaking never do that <laughs> i cannot that was me. yeah you and brian were like just yeah. like Loving it. I was like, I can imagine doing I, that. I had a
1: hard time getting off the top, but yeah. I finally. Did you jump off the, like, yeah, the top one? Very top. Yeah.
2: I think I would just be, because you know how you talked about with the deer, like your knees were shaking? Mm. That's how I felt too. Like the, I was so, I don't, yours probably wasn't fear. Yours was more of like a adrenaline, rush, excitement. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, but I would feel like that and then I would fall and I just feel like I would die and it would be very mm. bad. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand how you keep like steady ground in those situations Mm. like on the top of that bridge when you have nothing to hold on to it's just you and your feet and you're like there i wouldn't be able to take the deep breaths to (laughs) like ground myself i would be like whoa (laughs) it
0: it might have looked like i was embracing but i actually got up there and i didn't think it was going to be a big deal because when i was younger which was the last time i had done a jump like that I i was probably like fuck i think i was in like the fifth grade or something, I went to Mexico on vacation and they had these big cliff jumps. One of them was 25 feet and the other was 50. And I was like, I was so young so I didn't have any concept of my mortality and I saw my dad (laughs) jump and I was like, oh, dad did it. I was like, it's good. So I jumped off it and then I jumped off the 50 foot.
4: How
2: old were you?
0: I was really young. I must have been like, I don't know how old I was. Dude, period. 50s? That. High. Oh,
2: like 50s ten. 50s high.
0: Yeah, I must have been like 10, 11 or something like that.
2: That's terrifying. But you like, had no concept of your mortality, I had no so you were like, oh.
0: So then from that point on, <laughs> I was like, I love jumping off things. Like, this is great. But I hadn't had the opportunities until we were in Maine. And I saw everyone on the bridge, and I was like, oh, bet. Like, I'm going to jump off this bridge too. I saw you guys go on the top, and I was like, I'm going on the top. And I got up there, and I was like, whoa. It's been a while. <laughs> like, and I was looking around and I was like, oh, man, this is actually a lot higher
2: than I thought. And you had nothing to hold on to up there. Nothing. Yeah. Like, at least where I was, you could hold on to the ship behind you. And, like, until you were ready, you could let go. But once you're up there, like, you're just up there. Mm. Mm. Horrifying <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
0: and I was like I was like I can't get down now Like i look at the beach
2: I just admired Like when we went To the waterfall So many of you Were so steady On your feet On like the slippery rocks And like You were very confident In the way that you took steps And I felt like I had to be So hesitant And like where I went And then once I began To trust myself That I was making like The right step And I knew where I was going It was much easier For me to travel that way But if you're hesitant it like you It's so hard to get anywhere like oh, over yeah. that terrain, you know what I mean. A huge
1: part of it is wearing shoes. People are like, "Oh, I need I shoes didn't up there." Wear shoes. That's a good thing. Oh, it was good because like, you just <laughs> get like, that sensory it. input from your feet.
2: <laughs> mm, that's true. I was so nervous to step on things that were going to hurt, though. Mm. But that's true. If I had like a bulky shoe on, I feel like I would have struggled. Like
1: at least your foot, you on the, the skin, the bottom. You are like, "Oh, this is a slippery surface." Mm.
3: That's like,
2: true.
1: Oh, it's not. That's, that's true. true. Yeah. Yeah. Shoes that's like problem. Problem. And plus, you have five like different were you just opposable gonna say things. Was, we'll call them toe <laughs> fingers, <laughs> tingers. Toe fingers, like tingers. Fingers. <laughs> yeah, you can just grip on oh, the rocks. Yeah, Like in Acadia, like those rocks are pretty jagged. And, I was like, just
0: going to say, that was where I had the first encounter when I realized that I was better off barefoot was when we were climbing those like jagged slopes. And I, I could I did it at first like with flip-flops it. on, which is <laughs> stupid. Like, my, like flip-flops, like yeah. the worst possible choice. And I was like, whoa, this is scary. But then when I took the flip-flops off, I was like, oh man, this is so much better. Like I can I can reach my foot out. I yeah. can feel what what's stable and what's not. Like I I remember at one point when we were climbing up, I I had I was just fully vertical when we were trying to get back up onto the uh, road. And I put my foot onto this rock, and I was gonna put all my weight on it. But when my toes kind of like grabbed around the edge of it, my like my foot pulled it free out of the out of the oh. like, rock wall, and I just kind of like tossed it down my foot. And I was like, if I was wearing flip flops. and I put my foot on that, I'd be dead right now. Yep. Like, the fact that I was barefoot, my my feet could, like, give me that
1: input. In Acadia, too, it's, like, it's just cliffs that meet deep ocean. Mm. And the tide is just constantly, like, hitting it. So if you fell and then you roll, because it's all downhill.
2: People probably die there, yeah? uh, Probably. I would assume (laughs) so. I wanted
1: to get a rope so that we could throw it out. Yeah. And then we'd be able to tie it in somewhere and dive in the cold water and then be able to get back out, but... The rocks are so jagged. One of my
2: favorite memories with you guys is when we went <laughs> um, We went to that random little, like, church thing yep. near. But e- even after that, like, when we were in the parking lot, and you guys wanted to run into the water, and Jenna and I were just sitting in the back, and you had this, like, pump-up music on, and you were breathing in such, like, a
3: tribal way <laughs> yeah. with one another, and then you just burst hilarious. out of
2: the car. It was really funny to be a spectator of that. It almost
3: felt like we were a fly on the wall, because we were in the back, like, all the way in the back seat of Chris's car, so we just had like a view of everything <laughs> that was going on. It was, and we so were just funny. sitting there quietly with each other, like appreciating you guys. Yeah. It was, it really was funny. funny. Oh.
0: That was a lot of fun. That so whole fun. day was a lot of fun, and it was, was so
3: random too. We yeah. were like, "Hey, we want
2: to go on an adventure." and Those are the like, best. Oh, yeah. those that's when the they best. really make it. Yeah. yeah, I know. We need to do that more. We often. should go
3: back there soon.
2: Yes, I want like, to. Like before, like
3: the snows. I was just gonna say that. I
2: feel like it's hard to go. Ooh, I'm spilling things, sorry. Um, hard to go on adventures in the wintertime because it gets mm. so, mm-hmm. yeah. like, cold. But and then you can polar plunge. Pull what?
1: Then you can polar plunge. Good <laughs>
2: Maybe with we that. we should do that mm. this winter. I'm in. Let's go. Oh, Ooh. goodness. Hell yeah, let's do it.
1: <laughs> Peer
0: pressure, Jenna. Yeah. yeah.
3: If everyone's doing it, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the thing fun. about
0: that trip was I was completely sleep-deprived when we went there. And I hadn't eaten anything since breakfast that day.
2: That Wendy's That, we that had? Wendy's yeah. trip was
0: in like so good. <laughs> so when we were sitting there on the porch and we were all like we were all just drinking and like rattling off. Yeah. I was I was like shaking from the cold, and I was like, <laughs> "It was cold." Yeah, yeah was you need cold. that energy. It was cold. Energy. I didn't have any sleep energy, and I didn't have any any food to like burn off. I was just yeah. like, I felt like I was dying over there. Yeah, it was a
2: lot of fun though. It was so much fun, mm. and we saw a beautiful sunset. Yeah, that over view the water. was unbelievable. Yeah. That was so fun. Those are some of like the best memories from college. Are like the random days where you're just like, "Hey, like, let's go do something," and yeah, and you go and experience it. I love that stuff.
1: Hmm. It's even better dream. when you bring it
0: back. But continue to dream. I was gonna say I had a dream we went back there at one point. <laughs> oh really? It was like it was really brief, but we were just like, I think we were hanging out here, and we were just like, oh, what should we do today? And I think uh, Chris was like, oh, let's go to that spot, and everyone was just, oh, let's, do it, know, let's do it, dude. Let's do it.
2: That's so fun. We'll have to go back,
0: mm. even if it's just in a dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's meet up there in our dreams. How cool tonight. would
2: it? I was just gonna say that. How cool would that be if you could actually have shared dreams? Do you think that's oh. possible?
1: I don't know. I had a dream. I was walking down the street telling Chris about my dreams the other you night. You said so. that.
2: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Is that becoming like a common occurrence? Yeah,
1: it? I'm on like the very cusp of lucid dreaming. Like so now That's I have – my brain is making it so – it's ranking the memory of the dreams is so important that they're staying right in the front of my memory. Right. So the last dream of the night is – because I usually dream like four times a night. The last dream of the night is always me talking about the previous three dreams. To somebody. To,
2: like, process it.
1: Yeah, and I'm, like, thinking about it. I'm talking about them symbolically to the other person and telling them about them. And then I wake up, I'm like, wow, I remember them all That's so like perfectly because I just went over them. That's weird. <laughs> I just reviewed them, yeah. <laughs> just reviewed my notes.
2: What? Only <laughs> 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 Literally only you. Like, what the hell? <laughs> um, what do you do before you go to bed to, like, prep yourself for this?
1: I keep doing this reality check. What is exactly? that? So reality check is when you get do something so many times to prove to yourself that you're in physical reality that it becomes sub becomes automatic
2: like can you give an example
1: so the one i do is where you just like look at your hand and you're like i'm going to you think i'm going to turn my hand over and then you just turn your hand over and because you're here in wait this reality. is like
2: you're in your bed it is dark
1: i do this multiple times a day you- just to me- i want to make it so subconscious that i'll do it in my dream and eventually in the dream i'll be like i'm going to turn my hand over and then in the dream, once you turn your hand over, you now have con- you can now control your dream.
2: Okay, interesting. It's a reality so you like check. Count
1: your fingers,
0: because sometimes yeah, if, like, you, yeah. if you count your fingers in your dream, like it doesn't come out like the right number.
2: What's like the definition of lucid dreaming? Like you know you're dreaming and you can control your dreams. Is that uh... Uh,
1: control to a point? Yeah, but you're know, you're conscious in your dream.
2: Okay, yeah. like you're That's aware easy. that you're asleep. Okay, the only thing I've ever done, like, it, it was not lucid dreaming. I think it was like forcing myself into sleep paralysis did we talk about this yeah. Where like you lay like flat on your back and your body falls asleep but your brain does it that shit is scary it is yeah. did, were you the one that said you wish you never did that who was it oh no it was benny low he was talking about that and he said that it's like fucked up his dreams for a while now because he'll mm. he won't be able to wake up from his dreams after um, like while he's in them Whoa. and he'll get stuck in this sleep paralysis because he like forced himself to do that it happened to me
1: one time one time i woke up but only like my mind woke up and my whole body was asleep
2: it's horrifying i was like
1: holy shit i can't move am i paralyzed yeah and then i just like i remember i just did like the biggest movement and i just felt like i was broken out of like an ice cast Mm. yeah
2: i like got myself there so i was laying on my back and you're supposed to i've read something about it somewhere i don't know where but you're supposed to repeat like one word that doesn't really mean like much to you in your brain so you get into this like Rhythmic thinking I guess Um, And your body will start to Like you'll want to scratch your nose and you'll want to move But you're supposed to just like force yourself to stay still Mm. um because when you have you know those trance yeah you know those twitches and stuff that you have when you're about to fall asleep that's your body being like oh you're still awake um so you're supposed to like dull those feelings Mm. and then eventually it was so weird i could see through my eyelids like my eyes were closed and i could see my entire room but i knew that my eyes were closed and you hear this like your your head feels, like, full with this, like, zzz noise. noise. It was so – and I couldn't move my body, and I couldn't get out of it. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the scariest shit that I've ever – maybe that's my scariest hmm. There we <laughs> I go. I did it to myself. Circle. Full circle. Um, But then I got myself out of it, and I was like, I never want to do that again. It was so scary because you feel trapped yeah. in your own body. And that's, that's how it
0: happened to me. I was in Wigan, yeah. and, and I was doing the same thing, like, resisting all the urge to move. But I wasn't trying to go into sleep paralysis. I had read a lot about it. Right. And – from what I had read, everyone was like, oh, it's scary as shit. Don't do it. <laughs> so I was, I kind of wanted to do it at the same time. And I, mm-hmm. I was just kind of, like, toying with it while I was going to sleep. And I was like, all right, just resist the urge. I wasn't, I had no intentions of going into sleep paralysis. Right. But at one point, I had this, like, urge to roll over, and I went to do it, and I couldn't move. And I was just like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was like, it's I was just like, what do I do? What do I do? And I was like, S- stay in it. Like, don't try to fight it. And I just, like, I just completely stayed in it. Because they say that that is one of the precursors to lucid dreaming. Oh, really? Yeah, so I was like, I'm just going to stay in this as long as I can. Because that's the thing, too, is when you realize that you're going to sleep, your body tries to almost fight it mm-hmm. and bring you back to, I guess, consciousness. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm just trying to stay still. But I think me trying to stay still is what, is what like brought me back. Because I was just trying so hard. to still took like, control. Yeah, your I, consciousness, I took control yeah. anyway by trying to not take control. Yeah. I was just, like, eventually <laughs> I, like, raised my hand and the hand went up and I was like,
2: fuck. Right, yeah, because that's what, I think that's what it said. When you're in that spot and you're sleeping, if you can, like, make yourself sit up, but, like, your body doesn't sit up. Your, Whoa. Your, like, consciousness Some sits sponge up. Some Spongebob shit. Um, what episode are you thinking about?
1: He just, like, goes into everybody's dreams. Oh, yeah. He just, like, sits up <laughs> out of his body.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going. For I guess. But it was weird because when I like I could see my room, but you can feel your eyelids. Have you ever been like have you ever tried to be, be um be hypnotized?
4: No. You yeah. never
2: so one of the tests for it to like see if you can do it is if your eyelids shake, because I guess that means that you're going into that like REM not maybe not REM sleep, but in that um like sleep world mm-hmm. kind of. So you, I could feel my eyelids shaking,
3: but I could see through them. It was very, very wow. bizarre. Yeah. Do you believe in hypnotism? Um
2: yeah. It's like a it's like a thing, right? But like
3: hypnotist shows, like I think that's bullshit. Oh, um, I don't
2: know. What
3: do you guys think?
0: I've never been hypnotized. Have you so been to a hypnotist until... show? I have not. I heard that it's the, the most ridiculous
3: thing in the world. The person needs to believe that
1: they can be hypnotized. Yeah. yeah. Have for you one.
3: been to one? Never. It's basically so people volunteer to go up because obviously you have to be willing, and then they do a test. Yeah. And people fake it, like, the entire time. Even the people who get picked, you can like... You feel when people are faking it. They're faking it. Yeah. it, and I I just...
1: That reminds me. Continue, but I'm, I have a
3: story. have a story. Okay. Yeah, no, I was just basically ending it there. But, yeah, you can feel that it's fake, and I just don't believe it. I don't it.
2: feel like for everybody it's fake, though.
3: I 100% think it's people who want attention, and they go up, and they just... They're the best actors. Mm. The I went to a
1: Catholic high school, okay. and the dean spoke in tongues. <laughs> so he would literally...
3: Wait. Like
1: legitimately, like he'd be like, and he would pray over people, and it did. This, this. happened at
3: your school, yeah.
1: And they did. I swear, <laughs> I swear, oh I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not spitting one, one lie right now. I believe you. And he, he would <laughs> pray over them, Wait, and people and why? would say that the Holy situation? Spirit would would overcome them, and he would literally like put people to sleep. Like he, people would be behind the person. And he would literally like this push you back in, school? in my school and he'd push them back and lay them down on the ground Ew. and people would just be like, act like they're acting, they're acting <laughs> like yeah. that they're just overtaken by this thing.
3: Yeah, I've seen those videos before. We remember that we watched the documentary. You grew up in a school system like that. How, how, can, how did, did I not come out of an I'm atheist?
2: <laughs>
1: I have to use a I'm my right
2: <laughs> <did> that <laughs> That's Chicago a wild high a school.
4: <laughs> I bet,
3: dude,
0: I bet.
2: Isn't it that bizarre that Brett... Yeah it's very strange I can't
3: imagine Being in the school system (laughs) Can you imagine I would have to leave Yeah, (laughs) I would be like the first day if that happened. I'd be like, okay, I need to go. (laughs) Literally
0: putting his hand over you. Oh
2: my god! Imagine transferring into it. Like (gasps) I bet most of them grew up in it, so it was normal. But imagine transferring and being like, oh my god, like that's the dean of my school. That's
3: (laughs) terrifying. Like this is
0: supposed to be a master educator. This is supposed to be an intellectual heavyweight. That's just like. But people believe in that
2: stuff so wholeheartedly. Yeah, like that's their reality. You
3: remember we watched Jesus Camp? And like the <laughs> have you've never seen it, no. it's funny as shit. <laughs> it's not supposed amazing. to be funny, but it's no. wicked funny. It's funny, but it's creepy. It's sad. It's sad because yeah. it's like these kids go to this camp and it's very religious and they like they're like Harry Potter is a warlock, like he is the devil, like it's insane it's so funny but anyway in one scene they like do that tongues thing and like the kids are like sobbing and like it's weird yeah Oh my they God. feel
2: overcome
3: by and they believe it yeah. but it's bullshit but they, they believe, believe it so how is bullshit, it but
2: it's not bullshit yeah.
0: to them yeah i was gonna say like that's something that that blows my mind and i don't want to Make it seem like, oh, like I'm shitting on people's religious beliefs. Because yeah. I don't mean to. Like, I'm just looking at it from, like, that skeptic's point of view. Right. But, like, like when, when people are, like, when people get offended by shit like Harry Potter, I mean, yeah. hey, do yeah. you? But it's just like, come on. It's a movie. Yeah. Like, they're like, it's witchcraft and warlocks. And I'm yeah. like, but it's Harry Potter. Yeah, like, it's.
3: And the kids were giggling. They were like, huh, <laughs> like, I snuck it. I watched Harry Potter. It's like. Oh, yeah, like, it's fiction.
2: I, I've had some friends who their parents wouldn't let them really? yeah. like that. Yeah, because mm-hmm. if you think about it, like, the, they're, these are their core beliefs. Yeah, like, true. And people are moved by their beliefs and they yeah. live their lives by them. And so if they have something that conflicts with it, even if we find it silly, like, that is wrong mm. and bad. Yeah. And they don't want their children to be exposed to it.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's typically the same parents that, like, won't let their kids go trick-or-treating. Yeah. Because it's, oh, like, true. they're, like, no, like, demons. Yeah. Dude,
3: someone told me that
1: their parents would let them watch SpongeBob.
3: I've had I've heard Bob. a lot of parents not let them. Mm-hmm.
2: A lot of the reason is because um it like messes shows like that and they're getting more common mess with your attention span because no longer is it like one story that's being followed through, mm. but it's like scene after scene after scene of mm. like Things that don't necessarily go together, and I guess it's like not super good for kids' brains. Yeah, I loved SpongeBob, and I'm SpongeBob fine. And is I watch SpongeBob way
1: deeper than people give it credit for.
2: I haven't. I feel like I haven't watched it. Um, like it in really this is. Brain. <laughs> to think about <laughs> yeah. it like that,
1: like just the topics they deal with. Like there's one point where he's trying to understand opposite day, and he's like, so. <laughs> He's like, so Squidward is, Spo- no, yeah, he's like, Squidward is SpongeBob, and I'm Squidward, and Patrick is Squidward, and he's, like, tying himself up in a knot, and then at the end, he's like, oh, I understand it, and I'm like, oh, he's literally talking about logic. Like, we write this whole long thing out, and he's like, <laughs> and then we're like, oh, okay, yeah, that, that's it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> no, that's I love SpongeBob, but yeah, I had friends, too. Their parents wouldn't let them watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the kids at babysit, they're not allowed to watch it either. Really? No.
3: Yeah. Do the parents say why? Um, it's for that reason. It's I want to drug reason. dealer
1: for those kids with Spongebob. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> hey kid, um, like a kid. In the window. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
3: they
2: <just hold> <laughs> the... Yeah. like an iPad. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's weird how quickly technology gets integrated into little kids' lives now. Yeah. Mm. Oh, my um, God. Even families who are, like, super strict about it, they're, they role model it because the parents are on their phones. Um, even if they're like, no, you can't be. Like, don't watch TV. Do as I say. Not as I do. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I was in um, Target yesterday with Mary, and um, we were looking at the kid because my nephew's birthday is on Saturday, so I was figuring out what to get him for a present. But um, they had these, like, little baby toys that are smartphones, and they're, like, a mirror on it. So that's, like, the kid can, like, look at themselves. But it's shaped like an iPhone, and it has, like, all the buttons and stuff for it. So And it was, like, attached like, a binky or something. Like, they're for babies. It was in the baby section. And we just want them to get a primal for Addicted like it. those candy cigarettes. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> good comparison. What, I loved candy cigarettes. And now so, look at you. Now no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I remember
0: like my grandma would, because my mom didn't even want me to have those. Like my grandma would just be like, yo, come on, like, we're going to go
4: to the candy store <laughs> and
0: get some candy cigarettes. And she was always, <laughs> Nana, <laughs> Nana Cohog. Nana. Dude, Nana Cohog. She was always like, like, she gave me my first lighter when I was like 13. She was Hi. like, look at the Zippo." I don't know. <laughs> but like, I loved it. It was awesome. But she, used to get like my like sisters and i and those it wasn't cigarettes. even the candy cigarettes it was like the paper like cigars with the chalk dust in it so you blow into them i and, don't like, even know what those are. yeah it wasn't it wasn't candy yeah. like it, no. it was it was like a little um yeah. cigar and it had like it had like tissues in it and it was like covered in chalk dust so when you blow into them like chalk dust comes out and it looks like smoke so i'd like i would like Thanks stand outside the house and like eight year old drew and i'd be, like He's
2: so All cool. It's it so were much fun. Were those just like toys for children?
1: Yeah, I, I used That's to buy them at a prank up. store. <laughs> think
2: about that. You're priming them to be addicted mm. to cigarettes. Oh,
1: facts. Because oh, I don't even time. think I like cigarettes. I just like the act of smoking. Mm. <laughs> Same. It's funny. When I stop smoking pot, like I'm so wired to like, I know you guys don't like this, but to smoke while I'm driving. Yeah. <sighs> and so now when there's no when there's no pot, like... That that causes a craving, so I'm like, okay, so I burn an incense in there mm. because that b- brings the smell and That's there's smoke better. in the Keep car doing that, and like, even yeah, when you're...
3: I like that better. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, do you think they're
2: gonna come up with laws against um pot and driving? Are they oh yeah. already? They already have. They are. they're already. Have. it's already illegal. Just illegal? It's, it's been illegal. operating
0: but under just, Like, mm-hmm. there's not really a. a
4: Is there 100% a test? Like if you accurate?
0: Get... Yeah, there's no like, there's no breathalyzer. Like, you can't mm-hmm. blow into it, and they're like, oh, like you're this high because it measures um measures like how much weed is in or how much thc is in your mouth which isn't necessarily an indicator um, of how much is in your system because right. you could you could have just eaten an edible and it hasn't kicked in or you could have smoked last night and you could be a scumbag and like not brush your teeth and you still have all that in your right. mouth so like
2: they'll definitely come up with technology i think soon so to but I, i'm
0: yeah. hoping that by the time they do cars drive themselves so like you
2: actually want that yeah. yeah,
0: if I could, if I, I, I can smoke want, uh, and, and just be sitting right, in the right? Car, imagine like, kicking yeah. back yeah. to a movie or a
1: just podcast, like, just like that. smoking in the car.
3: It will <laughs> no, save lives, but, though. But it will, what if they
2: malfunction? They don't have they, human judgment. So what if they just? just that, what if then the you autopilot? This? Then
3: you autopilot and you take control. But have you seen oh, the videos of the Teslas predicting, predicting accidents that you will never be able to know what's happening? So it's good, unreal. It so there's like people have dash cams. Um, And it goes, like, beep, beep, and it goes into autopilot. Like, it, I mean, not autopilot. It, like, drives. So, like, for the most part, people will drive, and then it goes, like, beep, beep, and it, like, takes control, I guess. And it moved the person over, and, like, two seconds later, a truck, like, flips. Like, how would it – it can sense when one little thing's wrong. Computers know when something is off, we can't tell it yet. Like, we can't see that, but they see it. And they're like, okay, got to move. Mm.
2: It's weird how we use verbs like they know, they see. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know They. 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 <laughs> Me,
1: the collective. Yeah, yeah. My, my teachers mm. always do that. They're always like, who? Whenever you say, oh, well, they thought, they, they, yeah. they try to get you in the habit of actually Same. talking about, like, making it so anybody can jump in at any point and understand. Because mm. mm. so many people, like, at the beginning, they'll say who it is, and then they'll start saying they, them, mm. this person. Or yeah, I have a bad habit of that. we will just, like,
0: they'll be saying i'm doing it right now like they but if if someone's talking about I, like my grandmother if she's she'll like come up to me and be like did you see what they did like they came out with a like a phone that does oh this. yeah You're the it's broad like
1: generalization
0: they yep. the people that the people mm-hmm. that aren't me
2: but now like they isn't even people like when we talk about siri we say her you know mm. like she <laughs> she yeah like it's yeah. so Zim, weird Zim <laughs> do you want to go there yes. no I don't. I don't let's not <laughs> yeah but it is do you think R. that
0: here's a good question Do mm. you think that um ais are <laughs> do you think that ais are capable of true good or evil
3: oh god Whoa. just converging like the two
0: <laughs> i'm not even um, not even true, good and evil we've moved past that. yeah we go, already can ais do good and evil
3: well, based yes. on what we were talking about last time, there is no good and evil. <laughs> oh, <Brett>. no. <laughs> you, Brett.
4: <laughs> Brett.
1: I disagree. <laughs> I feel like there is true good and true evil in the world, but I've reformed my argument a little bit insofar as in Acts, there is a mix of good and evil in each one, making it a sort of gray. But for there to be a gray, there has to be a black and a white.
3: I'm still in the middle of it. So there is a it. mix
1: of good and evil in each of these acts.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm in between you guys' points. I very much agreed with what you just said. You kind of
2: got me there. Can you?
0: I like, I like where you're at, but I just don't, I just don't know that good and evil are absolute like that. Like, I know you're saying that there's, like, the gray, but the gray is made up of absolutes, you know? So I don't know necessarily if there is, like, an absolute moral good and an absolute moral evil unless you're talking about relative to humans Mm, that's that's where you lose me
1: it is relative to humans but also in all of existence there's i mean i guess i'm talking about human existence but there's polarities things arise because there's two of them like we don't have if everything was yes then or rather if if you only had right you would there's no, no such thing as right. Right. If you only have up, there's no such thing as down. Yeah. So there needs to it's be like to on off. Like there's no I feel like on. Those with are off.
0: those are like truths, though. You know, like like yes and no, on and off. But I don't know if good and evil are necessary. I feel like in the in the constructive nature of of what they represent, mm. then yes. But I don't. I don't know. I just like that's the thing too. That I feel like this is an area of bro science for me mm. because. I am nowhere near a philosophy major. Like I, look at I am you as nowhere this, near. I look at you as this like much more advanced philosopher than I am. But I still, I don't know, this is just something that I, an opinion that I formed way back. I just don't think that good and evil is absolute.
2: Yeah, I also still feel like it's very subjective. You know, like I stand by like something in our culture is good, but in another culture, it's not good. And I feel like our, the way we perceive it, matters you know like i don't think because mm. all i all we have is this subjective reality like that's how we exist with one another so i feel like the way that we internalize things and interpret things mm. would determine mm. but yeah. i feel like
1: the fact that we see this polarity between all these different people whether we're misguided or not we're still tuning into this higher or we're still our compass is a little off but we're still looking for absolute north But when you say misguided
2: though, like, but misguided makes me feel like there's one path and I feel like there's not like we're all coming at it from different perspectives. It's just our
1: way of getting to the absolute good. The absolute good is not a way of doing things, but it is a way of being, shall I say? Who is is
0: the absolute good good for?
1: That's a good question whether it's everybody cuz that's like a consequentialist idea where it's like the greatest good for the greatest number.
0: Right. Mm, true. Or is it you See, that's relative to the But then is slavery numbers.
1: good cuz it benefited a lot of people? Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like the, all these arguments have just like, like, Yeah, like it I'm does. solid on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God>. Next.
4: <laughs>
1: or are we talking about like the depth of good for so- one person or I don't have the answers. I'm just raising the questions.
3: Yeah. So I have a question. So if someone can do an act and they know it's bad and they know it's evil, but they know it's a bad thing to do, does that make them evil? Because you were saying how we were talking about, like, Hitler and the Columbine shooters, like, they genuinely, like, thought what they were doing was not bad. Like, they Mm. fully believed in it, so it's hard to be, like, from us being, like, that's evil because, like, in their head they were, like, no, no this, is this is right. right. But yeah. if the person's, yeah. like, genuinely, like, I know this is fucked up and I don't care I'm doing it.
1: That's why people that, kill kids and shit because they're the most innocent. Mm. So
3: does that make them evil? Yes. I would say. I would say, evil. yeah. So it's – is it the person's own opinion that matters because you don't think it's what other people think?
1: I feel like we have a compass. Like, each of us have, like, a compass For sure. to, true, to true north and true south, like, good and bad. And some people's compasses are malfunctioning, and that what they think is being good is not being good.
2: Hmm. But that's in your... Yeah, this is that's, like a relative thing. And that's like, relative to your like compass. In terms,
0: of, in terms of school shooters, like the Columbine shooters were good school shooters. It's something that you could objectively say, you know, as... as but we're, like, we're
1: talking about efficiency of shooters. We're not talking about the morality right, yeah. of it.
0: Yeah, not, not in morality terms. Like, you could, you could say one of the things that my, um, my old high school teacher said... We were actually, this This was what kind of spun me into this direction of this, like, relativism, relativism yeah. was uh, he was talking about, he was talking about, like, this rapist that had raped, like, he had raped, like, I think, like, 20 people or something before he was caught, and and so he was, like, he was, like, oh, like, this, this horrible, bad rapist, and one of the kids in the class who was, like, the smartest kid in the class, he was, like, your, like, straight shooter, he he went on to like this Ivy League school. He was like, "Oh no, that sounds like a good rapist," and everyone just everyone was like, "What?" Like everyone looked at him like he was fucking whack. But like the teacher was like, "Yeah, you're right." Like in terms of like efficiency, like that's a good rapist
1: by the meter. Yeah,
0: by the meter. I mean, it sounds so fucked yeah. up to say, but mm. like when you're talking about when you're talking about like the efficiency of that, like he
1: like the efficiency of Hitler, like he. Total yeah, Hitler lot was a of people, man. Hitler was
0: a uh what would you call him? A good not dictator, but he was a good uh mass murderer. Yeah. Yeah,
2: like, Oh, mean, you I, were great at it. I feel like it has to it goes back to intention. So like yes, mm-hmm. I would say like it goes back to if you intend for something if you're doing something because you intend it to be evil and you want to inflict harm, then that's evil. But if you're to you but if you're doing it because you think it's going to be like the greatest good for Mm. your community then i would say like that's good in the brain of that person how that's perceived by society Mm. is different like a radical islamist um um,
0: like a like a suicide bomber is thinking they're doing the righteous duty of god right so in their mind they're like the highest tier of good Mm. when most of the society around them is just looking at them as this pure evil
2: right yeah it's a weird contradiction but, I mean, I feel like our country does stuff like that all the time. Oh, yeah. Mm. You know?
1: So I feel like a big part of this argument is the fact that you can't get around subjectivity, that all we know is human experience. Yeah. And I feel like that's honestly a intellectual pitfall. Yeah. Because I feel mm. like we can't. We can't get around it. So what are we going to do? Not talk about anything? So we have to use the tools afforded to us, our mind, and True. act as if what we're observing and what we're all agreeing upon is, is the truth because that's all we have to work with. Yeah. So we have to look past. We have to understand at bottom that what we say is bullshit because we can't get past subjectivity. But then we have to move forward from that. It's like math. It's like what is math? Right. We don't know, but it works. So let's keep going. It's working. Mm. True. So we're all and the fact that all these different cultures have concepts of good and evil at all just makes me think that there has to, to be, be this be. overlying structure.
2: Mm. It's weird I to like think it. about.
0: I, f- I feel like yeah, you said it once, ma- how math is like the, uh, the language of the universe. Mm. It's so true. It's, it's just so the true.
1: language of the material
0: universe. And I suck at it. <laughs> 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 I'm not so good myself, <laughs> I man. I speak the language. But I like the idea of it. <laughs> I don't speak the tongue, if you will. Yeah. So,
2: okay, now that we've talked about good and evil, what do we think about like AI? What was your like oh, direct question? Can AI
0: do? Yeah, can AI do good and evil? evil. Which I can guess.
2: Can they do good and evil? What does that mean? Like, can they? I don't know. I guess.
1: Can they could... perform an act motivated upon receiving no good from it? Like, oh. Can they understand that an act is bad? F- for. Yeah. Because,
3: it, it w- might be bad for us. Everybody for involved. Ugh.
0: Like, what if AI looks at us and they're like, they are destroying the planet. They are completely fallible. Um, you know their operating system sucks. They're <laughs> unpredictable. They kill each other. They're ineffective the best and inefficient. The and yeah. in the most moral right would be to eliminate them all and spread into the universe with our with like our upgraded intellect.
2: Would they um, say the moral right though? Like, is it a moral right or is it like? I don't this think they'll look at it from route? a
1: morality. They'll look at it in terms of like how you're saying like efficiency. Like, they're look go- at it's, it. a good- it's a good. It's a good a good serial killer or whatever mm. to look at it in that light
2: well then what affects how they interpret it you know like what by what is.
1: meter will it look at it through right that we don't know
2: and we're creating these things without knowing the answers to these questions that's
1: the thing there's a, a lot a lot of smart mm. people Stephen Hawking to be, to name one of them is actually petitioning to stop production until (laughs) we really talk about these things. Isn't Elon Musk in the same boat? Is he? I'm not sure. I I, can't confirm nor do I. I think
2: Benny was talking to me about that, yeah. yeah,
1: I think Elon Musk is saying, like, whoa, we don't
0: know what we're doing yet. But, like, that's the thing about humans. When When we created the first atom bomb, all the scientists that were working on it were, like, talking to the military. They were like, do not use this. We don't know if, like, this very well might be able to evaporate the entire ozone and kill us all the first time it erupts. And they'd set it off anyway. Yeah. Like, you could have this, Elon Musk could be on the top of the world's tallest tower screaming to the people to, to like, destroy AI, and we'd still do it.
2: Right, because it makes our lives easier in the moment. Like, we mm. are very good at looking at what's right in front of us and thinking about how to build a brighter future, but we don't talk
3: about...
1: The outcome. No. Like, GMOs, they work. Cool. Let's go. <laughs> yeah.
3: What's scary about AI is there's going to be a point where they can just produce themselves. And we they don't need us anymore, <laughs> mm. and I feel like we're going to get to the point where like they're like, "No, nah, we got this," and they just keep making it, and then we're like, "Fuck, yeah, because there's no way to stop it, yeah, after it gets to that point. The yeah. one
0: thing that like i don't know that gives me a little ease of thought in that is I feel like AI has nothing to compete with us for, like you know they don't need to eat the same food as us, it doesn't require the same physical space as we do mm. it's not going to try to fight us for breeding rights, you know. It, it, like it doesn't. I feel like there's nothing for it to compete with us for. Like there's no reason. I feel like like the the destruction of humans doesn't benefit in a, in AI
1: I, any. I, th- I think that the whole the thing that we're good at is creative creativity. The humans? production sure. of new things that have never been created before. Mm-hmm. I feel like computers so are spontaneous. Yeah, are amazing at reproducing. But I'm just I'm bullshitting here. But. Humans are like the the front of the train, pushing to the shit that we yeah. don't know. Like logic,
0: like a, exactly the, the simplest computer is a far superior calculator than the human brain. Like the simple dude, but no. it's
1: never going to think up a new yeah. Form like it'll of never math.
0: it'll never paint you a picture. Exactly
2: the, ca- the calculator is or reform the idea yeah. of or, math. Yeah.
1: Like mm-hmm. we, we've mo- like you know Euclidean geometry, like yeah. the basic geometry <laughs> learn Like no, it's basic geometry. It's like. Two two parallel lines will never intersect. Yes. Okay. That well, I'm stuff. smarter than I thought I was. Yeah. <laughs> I it's, know it's, that. it's the it's the <laughs> basics. Well, all general the uh, general theory of relativity and everything is not based on that. They reformed that. So it's now non-Euclidean geometry. So the fact that two parallel lines will not intersect forever is false. Really? It's so counterintuitive, but like, I I don't I can't wrap my head around it. I talked to my math professor and they said think of the. Uh, the Longitude lines on a globe, they're all yeah. parallel, but they all because like space is there's no such thing as flat space, or yeah, it does. It's it's insane. Hmm.
2: You're hurting my brain,
1: yeah. I don't even understand it. I'm just <laughs> I'm trust <laughs> me, I do not even begin to comprehend this. I, asked, I was like, How does that make sense? And how do
2: people think of that, shit? right? Yeah, that's crazy.
1: A computer couldn't do that, no. <laughs> Fuck that computer, but,
2: in, <laughs> and, but but until they can, you know, like we would never think that. Hundreds of years ago, we would be where we are. Like, yeah. oh, a computer could never do that. Yeah,
1: can a computer truly wake up? It'd be like, whoa, probably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> What's probably. up here?
2: Yeah.
0: So, I, I, what you were saying about them not being as like creative as us, I feel like it's a matter of time, dude. Mm. Like our, our brain is just a biological computer. It runs on electricity. So I feel like at a certain point in time, there has to, I mean, at the rate that it's expanding, yeah. it has to it has to adopt the same capabilities as us and probably even better.
2: Right? Yeah, because if you think about like the way our brain works, you're right. It's like an electrical structure, and it's just the way that our neurons yeah. fire, and that's what's creating creativity and innovation. Mm-hmm. And like we're creating these machines that have neurons firing at one another. You know, I mean, I have yeah. no idea how that shit works, or anything. But yeah, no. And so, at one point, does like something connect that makes them? have an innovative thought or like, I don't know. I think the human you body and
1: the human brain is so many magnet millions and millions of magnitudes more complex than we can even give it credit for being. Absolutely. I feel like it'll be so if we can even create something that's as complex as the human brain like i love how you used to say about how meat computer yeah what if what if like meat is the true meat meat like we're meat <laughs> like it's a it's Did a really
4: like dumb meat computer? meat
0: computer yeah <laughs> like like a human body like what if computer. flesh is oh, the most
1: yeah. efficient computing device like our brain what if you could just have a meat computer
4: yeah
1: that was like, like yeah, a like, big if, brain
0: like the glial building, cells yeah, like in your brain building a computer you like you had biologists like grow a computer. A brain just a, a bunch of brain efficient. matter that could compute whatever you wanted it to. Yeah.
2: Yeah, like filled with nerves and shit like that. I mean
0: like imagine it's like twice the size of a human brain. It's like the most advanced <laughs> biological computer. It that's a have. scary <laughs> thought though, because then that means that like don't talk that, about this, it on the podcast. The People line. are
2: gonna hear, they're gonna start doing it. Yeah. You're not gonna get <laughs> credited <Musk>. with anything. <laughs> <If Yeah. there's laughs>
0: any scientists out there, please Start building the me computer. You're asking them to, but I want credit. Ask <laughs> them to. Oh, goodness. I own the copyright. Yeah. <laughs> my intellectual thought. Yeah. The new
2: computer. Me. <laughs> That's very weird. <laughs> that
1: weird. The idea that it could all end so vainly and pointlessly is so sad.
2: Like humanity.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, have is you ever heard that poem though? where it's like it ends not with a bang but with a whimper or something like that? Oof. It's like I mean, you think I mean, that chills. the end is just going to be like boom. But it could just fizzle out.
2: Fizzle out, yeah. Mm.
1: To some idiot. I don't
2: know. I like what you've said about how you like you feel. I don't know if I like it, but it makes me think about um, how we're creating artificial intelligence, and it like could be a like mm. bigger form of consciousness. Oh, right. Can like you we, say it? Because I can't. Like it's our purpose.
3: <laughs> like we
0: are. Hmm. We are just the birthing mechanism that we're gonna. Pump like yeah, we're gonna thing. like pump this thing out into the universe, and then it's just gonna outlast us by millennia. Like, we will die out mm-hmm. far before this thing does because we create it to last much longer than us. Yeah, it might, I, I don't know.
2: I know. I just think mm-hmm. about, I know we were just talking about how maybe computers could have, like, creativity and innovation and stuff. But, like, could they ever feel love or, like, any of the feelings that we treasure so much, you know? Because imagine, lo- like, losing those things. I feel like that is a detriment.
0: Isn't love mm-hmm. just, like, a chemical reaction,
1: though? Is it?
2: I don't yeah, I mean
1: be. that's such a materialist view, though. That's such just a reductionist, like all it is is oxytocin. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I don't know if that's all it is, but like
2: it's part of it. We are
0: mm-hmm. we are chemical computers. Hmm. Like we're meat computers. Chemical but it's, meat computers. Yeah, so we're meat computers. That's like the base <laughs> of it. That's right. meat computer runs off of chemicals and electricity. I think. <laughs> I see. Think. Think. And and oxygen. And oxi- well, oxygen's a chemical. Very that's part of the chemistry. Very like, true. Part of <laughs> yeah, it's like a huge. Part, we uh, got this uh, down. I, trust me, I'm a scientist. I'm a bro, scientist. <laughs> bro scientist. <laughs> it's, it's we should be bro chemistry. doctors as
2: well. <laughs> oh God, that's a horrifying <laughs> <And> thought. <someone laughs>
0: you, like, doc, there's something wrong with my leg. Be like, ah, just keep stretching, you'll be good. You'll be good. <laughs> Stop wearing chemicals. shoes. You got it.
2: But okay, do we think that love is just chemicals? I don't feel like it's I love. don't. No, like, do you feel like we have a soul? Absolutely. I don't know. I actually
1: wrote my senior, like, thesis on this.
2: Mm. Oh. Kind
1: look, of. The idea is that think? reality is an interplay between consciousness and material world. So our brains are really tuning into this higher capability of experience. Okay. And
2: where does your soul come into that? Like, that is
1: the soul. That's the uber soul. That's the above soul. And it's just like a little drop of it comes down and becomes you. And then when you die, you just become the, like, see the it collective again. consciousness. Yeah.
4: Interesting. Hmm. Mm.
2: Like,
0: it's the idea could, like, somehow, like, conceptualize that, but I can't. <laughs> I can't, <laughs> Wait, like, is like, I the can't uber, put that into material.
2: Is that you, uber consciousness, like, that's above humanity. Like, that's above the subjective that's reality a, that we're yeah, talking about. A bu- yeah, that's above that's like
1: an, any bug, any animal, anything is just afforded what it needs to be in that body because, like, that is pure experience. That is ev- the experience of everything that's happening everywhere. So, yeah. it's mm. totally. Our brain is like a limiting valve on that. Okay. So we only experience what we need to to survive and get around this world. So I'm only experiencing what's behind my eyes and what's coming into my ears in this room. Right. But all, all four of us are tuning into like the same thing. But each of us just has our own little like circle drawn around us.
2: And you feel like the way that we experience that is our soul.
1: Like my brain couldn't, yeah, my brain couldn't experience what all four of you are experiencing at once. Okay, so let me bring this back to the meat computer.
0: Yeah. Um, so the meat of computer course. is more like a meat radio, and a the meat, meat radio, radio. Is tuning in to the collective. Talk about
1: creativity, dude.
2: A
0: okay? meat radio. Is, am I getting it right? Like, like I'm the meat radio, and I'm tuning into the consciousness frequency. I'm yeah. Just like, like getting the right frequency, and then you're good. Like you're you're dialed. And in. that's why I
1: was saying, can silicone tune into that? So can an AI really wake up and say? I'm alive. If
0: that's what it truly is, if there is like this collective consciousness, then I don't see any reason why it couldn't tune in.
1: It's based off that polarity thing, man, that I so, talked about earlier.
0: So mm-hmm. if, that's, if that's the case, then when we die, when the radio is smashed, then it doesn't mean the frequency is gone. Like if you break if you break your phone, the, the cellular signals are still going across the sky, but You're you don't have not. the object to
1: receive it. Exactly. So that's heaven. The material, yeah. I don't think that there's a heaven and a hell, as sad as that sounds. But that's
0: what like what people what people draw to the conclusion of heaven is that <laughs> that like collective consciousness realm. Yep.
1: But who
2: says like that's that. all the afterlife. who says that's all good though? Like I feel like heaven has a connotation that like yeah. that is I, I all like... good. But if it was if we're saying that there's an absolute good and an absolute bad, mm-hmm. this overarching structure of consciousness it would have both,
0: right? Yeah, I feel like that's a total lie of religion. I feel like that was kind of designed to keep people working hard, you know, just like, oh, if, if you're a good person, then when you die, everything will be great, and you'll be in this awesome place where nothing mm. ever goes. I feel like that's just such a security blanket. Right. Yeah, like if,
1: I, I totally...
0: I had an experience that just totally smashed that. Mm, yeah, if you're gonna get me on the religion bandwagon, you can't sell me on the, like... like the if you do something bad, utopian you're going to hell. Heaven. Mm, yeah, Like, that's yeah. just so childish. It's like an adult-level fable.
1: I realized that I actually... Made that dichotomy to make myself feel better in this world and be able to be like, that's a, that person's going to go to hell on their judgment day. But really, they're going to go to the same thing that I'm going to in the end. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Do you feel like growing up in the school that you grew up in really shaped the way that you are? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like,
1: I was religious.
2: Really? I was,
1: yeah, my family's Catholic. Yeah. And I was just blindly religious. Yeah. And then I went to college. I'm sorry, high school. And I saw these idiots in charge. And I was like, oh, my God, you guys are so dumb. Like, you're all what still you adult that? babies. Like, just like <laughs> the people who were in charge. Like, they were yeah. like this one teacher. I won't name any names. But there was a gay kid in the class. And she was like, well, if you're gay, you just – the only thing that's actually against God is the act of having gay sex. So it's okay to be attracted to men. You just can't perform on that. And unfortunately, if you do, you, you'll you probably go to hell. And I was like – I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like.'" Yeah. Like just hearing these – the words come out of these people's mouth like about their ideas, I just couldn't – I couldn't take them seriously. I couldn't respect it. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: And it just shattered it for me. I was like – I, and the pendulum swung totally. I was like uber-drew. I was like if you even give me the inkling that God exists, I'm going to argue you till I'm blue in the face.
2: Do you still feel like that?
1: No. I, now the pendulum has swung back and it's more of like a middle – I'm very much more of a middle ground. I've mediated – between the two. So do
2: you think there is
1: a god? I don't think it's a man in the sky, no sky yeah. daddy, but I do think that I do think that there is a god. <laughs> okay. But it's what? hard cuz there's so many that word is so. We talked about it in the Kevin and Jack podcast about how muddy that word is. Mm. You you say god and people just all of a sudden all that ethnocentrism, not ethnocentrism, but all their ideas on it come right in and, and, and they start so judging many it ideas right ideas through. On it. Yeah. Like yeah. this guy Uh, Leibniz, yeah, Spinoza. I think his first name is Leibniz. But his idea of God is that God is the totality of everything, of all thoughts and all material things. Mm -hmm. So it's just the whole. The whole of this map that we're playing on, that is what God is. It's a real materialist God.
2: So I'm thinking about like the paper that you wrote where you were talking about. It's very much based on that. Oh, okay. So you were talking about like consciousness and materialism and this person. He called it thoughts,
1: but I don't think, I think that he was misfounded there. I think Thoughts
2: that, as in like consciousness is what he, he was Yeah, he was talking about
1: the any immaterial like concept or. Ideas or. Yeah. Okay. the con- like all that, all that immaterial stuff and all that material stuff. Everything the, together. The re- yeah, the, the map that we're playing in, that is God, the totality, mm. the one.
2: Mm-hmm. That kind of makes sense to me. Like
1: they asked Einstein if he believed in God, and he's like, "Yeah, I believe in Spinoza's God." Hmm.
2: That's I
0: don't interesting. About Spinoza's God.
1: Spinoza's God is the totality of all material things and all immaterial things, thoughts. So it's the, just the, the the realm that we're, that we're existing in. Okay. The totality of it is what God is. The whole. I like that. I can get down with that. Exactly, man. <laughs> Drew believes in God, dude. Wow. <laughs> right here. Actually, um,
0: we were talking about the. Like the turning point in your life where you kind of turned away from religion. Oh, I remember the
1: very moment.
0: Which when was it?
1: I was watching. I was in my bed. It was like midnight. I should have still been up because I had class early, and I was watching a Pendulette video on my, on my phone. He was talking about atheism, and I remember just the thought. The thought just came to my head. I was like, "Holy shit!" Like all that stuff isn't real. Oh my like, god! Like all that stuff that I've been basing. It's like it was my second Santa. It was my, mm-hmm. like... You know when you found out Santa wasn't real mm-hmm. and it was, like, whole, you, you, like your consciousness was just, just like... Like, you just understood more of what the situation really was. I yeah. love that feeling. It, it re- Dude, me too. Like yeah. And that's dad. exactly what happened. Yeah.
0: I was going to say, I like that. I feel like we should go around and talk about our, our kind of life-changing moments that not necessarily that, like, turned you away from religion, but just, mm-hmm. like like, a big moment like mm-hmm. that that kind of shifted the way you received the world.
2: A few things. Do you have one to start off or no?
0: I mean, specifically regarding religion. Yeah. Mine's actually pretty funny. I was just, uh, I was at this, we had this festival in uh, the Freetown Lakeville area called Lakeside. It was like once a year near the end of the school year and everyone would go. And I was a freshman in high school going into my sophomore year. And we were just walking around. I was with like my new group of friends and I kind of really like looked up to them. And at one point, um, I was kind of moving away from religion at this point, but I was still clinging on to like the basic concepts like heaven and hell. And um, everyone was kind of talking about it as we were walking around, and and my friend Eric was like, "Oh, so like, Drew, do you believe in like you believe in God? Do you believe in um, like like how are you religious?" And I was like, oh, I don't know if I believe in God. I think I kind of do, but I definitely believe in heaven. And he kind of just, like, laughed and, like, scoffed about it. He was like, he was like, come on, dude. Like, you don't believe in God, but you think there's, like, some magical place that you go after you die where, like... Like, you're going to hang out with all your relatives like a fucking, like, airport. Like, hey, like <laughs> <laughs> And he just, like, like, he made me feel like an idiot in that moment. And I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Like, right, like, this is fucking dumb. Yeah. And that, like, I went home that night and I was just like, <laughs> I was like sitting in bed like holy fuck. like
1: <laughs> boot down the door like come in with a vengeance <laughs> I was, like locked up door like
0: oh my
4: god
1: wow
2: That's so it it's so interesting but it's funny cool. too because like someone else could have swayed you the complete opposite way and made you feel like an mm. idiot for not believing yeah, if they were like okay? dude you
1: believe in this Absolutely. heaven but how does that not entail God like if it just right. came yeah. with an opposite yeah, spin yeah, he was like what do you mean you don't believe in God and I'm like oh fuck you're right <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah see our brains are malleable like that you know like, oh yeah I'm especially sure at that l- young age a lot of people from your school will probably turn the opposite way, and instead of being like, "Oh my God, you're stupid for thinking that," like if you're gay, you go to hell. They're like, "Oh my God, if you're gay, you go to hell." You know, like it just mm. depends on how you internalize it was things. Good, it was a
1: good, absolute <laughs> perspective gainer going there. Even yeah. if you didn't go to a Catholic, I could school? still be religious, dude. Imagine
0: you're more religious.
1: Oh, mm. I hey, Honestly, I could have been. Yeah, it's funny because I remember the exact video, and I don't remember what the argument was that swayed me, but. I just went in the next day with a vengeance. I was like all mm. oh, you fucks. Like you're all <laughs> you're all wrong. <laughs> so like, boy, I have something to tell you. Like
4: you're the fucking kid. I saw a YouTube video awesome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You don't know what I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> and then teachers would just let me go. They'd be like, honestly, just you can just go ahead. Like Would
2: you speak up in class?
1: I would be an asshole. Really? Yeah, oh, I'd be like I'd be like, so what if time? Like if time started here, then what was before time? Mm. Well, like, what? Like, was God just existing before all this shit happened?
2: And they had no they answer have no answer. answer. No, like. my mom got in a situation like that when she was in um, like CCD class when she was little. It was something about um, Adam and Eve, and she asked like a question about, well, like how the fuck did they get there? You know what I mean? Um, and they like kicked her out of class and was like, you can't have thoughts like that. You yeah. know, because mm. that's how it
0: is. Yo, yeah, when they when when someone asks. Someone who's supposed to be a religious leader or a authority in the subject area, if they get asked a question they don't know the answer to, they get really mad. Defensive. Like they get very oh, defensive yeah. because I remember the same thing happening to me in CCD. I was I asked the uh, nun if I was fucking young. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was young, mind you. I I asked we were learning about the spirit. And I asked her, like, oh, if spirits are real, does that mean ghosts are real? And this is just, like, my logical brain, yeah. like, oh, like, a spirit is a ghost. Because sometimes they call it the Holy Ghost. Right. And I was like, oh, so are ghosts real? And she was, like, so fucking pissed. She was like, <laughs> no, like, they're ghosts, like, disrespectful. She was like, get out of the class. She, she, she kicked, kicked me out. out wow. And one of the nuns brought me downstairs to this, like, I swear to fucking God, this this church looked like a dungeon in the basement. Really? Like, I felt like they locked me in the dungeon <laughs> yeah. for, for asking these questions. There was, there, in the stairwell, there was, like, this one, like, circular stairwell. And at the bottom of it, there was just a single desk and chair. And she was like, sit here and think about what you said. And I just had to sit down there for the rest of the the CCD session. And just, I'm like, I still don't know if yeah. they're <laughs> real. <laughs> I think they're real. Yeah. Like, oh, they must God. be real. Yeah.
3: That's funny. They must be real.
0: <laughs> what a shitty way! I stumbled
1: upon think. something.
2: <laughs> oh my god! What don't they want me to know? That's really funny. I was trying to think of the um, like life changing moment. I don't mm. have one about religion because my I grew up in a Unitarian Universalist church um, where you can believe in whatever you want. It's just about like being spiritual as a community. So I never had like a one that I grasped to. Um, But I do have one, like, a moment where I can remember establishing my morals. Um, I was with a bunch of friends from high school, and we were sitting around a fire, and we were all talking, Um, and there was this girl in my high school who was very kind, but a little strange, and one of my friends, like, gave her a ride home, and this group was just bashing on her, Um, because when... The friend went to go drop her off at home when she was getting out of the car. She was like, oh, like, do you want a banana from my house? Like, she wanted to give her something because she went out of her way to give her a ride. And they were just shitting on her for, like, even thinking about, like, giving a banana. Oh, my God. And I got up and I left. And I was like, I don't want to be, like, with you people. I don't want to be associated with you people. And, like, when you're – if you're hanging out with each other and all you can talk about is shitting on somebody else, like, Mm. what kind of – Relationship are you building with like the people around you, Um but it was just like a big moment for me with like wow I don't want to associate with these kinds mm-hmm. of humans mm-hmm. Um and it was interesting like it takes a strong kind of person to do that yeah especially um, at that age yeah I was it was my sophomore year of high school I was like um or no it must have been junior year because I could drive I drove home but I was mm-hmm. like this is not what I want to be something's off. with yeah and it's funny because in high school like you're friends with people because you grow up with them and it's weird having that moment with like oh like I actually don't like I mean, I like a lot of people in high school, but mm. <laughs> a lot of them, like, I well, like, just... I only
1: associate with you because of our... Proximity, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's so funny how my friends who oh I grew God. up with... You love them. ...are still my good... Like, the ones who grew up around me are the ones who are most like me, like... Because yeah. they're cool people. Exactly. <laughs> we were lucky. You we do. are you both are together. Like
0: a... I still have some people back in the hometown that I'm, like, pretty
1: close with, but I just don't see them often because I'm always here. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Like, Andy Cump Andy like he's awesome. <laughs> That motherfucker yeah. is my brother. Yeah. <laughs> like literally, yeah, my brother. whole life.
2: Yeah, and you guys are awesome. since
4: birth,
1: right? Yeah. Like anytime. Well, yeah, I was, <laughs> I was born like a month, like two months before him, and then we were immediately hanging out as soon as he popped out. That's
2: <laughs> like, awesome. It was funny, Brett. I was talking to my mom the other day about you guys, um, and I was like, "Yeah, like I have the best friends at school." And I was like, "I feel like the common thread is Brett. Like he just brings in. Mm. You have such like a." kind soul and you Mm. want to like you radiate like, what a good friend is, and people are attracted to that. So I feel like when I come here, I'm like, I'm surrounded by so many people who just want to be good friends. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> and that it's that very lucky. so happy. It makes me that, happy. My to head is so, so big right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. It's very, very true. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's, I don't know, this house has very good vibes, mm. even though you're not living in it. Mm. <laughs> Life is
1: too short to fuck around.
2: Yeah. I
1: agree and it's you. so cliche, but it really is. Yeah. I want nothing but people who are truly mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. for me and want to be there for me and, want, like, like me yeah you know but and I, I don't want like people like you were talking about who just i would get out of the car and they start shitting on me like
2: yeah who want, who has time for that mm. and you
1: got and i realized a long time ago that you get what you give
2: yes that's what i was just gonna say to you like i feel like the way that you weed out those people is by giving of yourself and then noticing like is this reciprocated or yeah. not you know because you'll never know if you don't take the risk to i try connect. to
1: start off everyone with a blank slate yeah i try to give them friendship and then if they don't reciprocate, if they like, because it's fifty-fifty. You put a hand out, the other person puts a hand out, and if they Absolutely. don't,
2: bye. okay, see you, you later. You Don't want to be my friend, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, life is so much better that way.
1: Mm. Yeah. And I have a lot of acquaintances too. I have mm-hmm. a lot of lower, lower tier. Like it's totally a tier system. You think so? Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of like
1: people, I just say hi to on campus. Like then higher friends, hire friends, hire friends, and then the boys.
4: Yeah. Uh, you the guys boys. are you are lucky that <laughs> the you boys. have. Yeah, I have mm-hmm. like,
2: and you have Kira, and I have Hannah. Like I have like. A close friend from home, but I don't yeah. I don't have the network that you have. Um, not from home, from home, no. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I have a few I have a few good friends but I don't have a shit ton like I don't have this you have a group. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you know what I mean. Which, Which is, is insane really cool. to me. Yeah. Because
1: when I moved in here sophomore year, I didn't know a soul. I I commuted my freshman year. Oh
2: you did mm-hmm. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, so I was I came into school with a vengeance to meet people. I was like, these yes. cliques are established, so I gotta just, like shoulder my way in to meet yeah. people. <laughs> Push some uh, some Brett <laughs> I'm Ready to connect. It's
2: funny. We were lucky, but Jenna and I met at orientation. Yeah. Um, our it uh, makes me want to cry I love you so much Our, We were in the same group Have we told you this story? We probably have I don't know um, but We love telling it So we'll tell it again it, yeah. tell um. Um, So we were in the same group And we had to do this icebreaker Where you would You got like paired up with someone And you had to pick like three moves to do It was like a rock paper scissors shoot thing And they would be like One, two, three And you'd have to try and do the same move Whatever So we got paired up with each other And then after that It was just like glue yeah. um, And people were like Oh like you guys know each other from home like blah, blah, blah. And we're like No we just met here yeah today um and then it was funny because we didn't talk like after orientation we didn't talk until the day before move-in right yeah i remember i was packing my stuff and i texted you i was like hey where are you living like what's going yeah. on yeah um and then like the first night of school there was a barbecue and we hung out there and then we have that
3: stuff yeah it's crazy. Yeah. It's cool that we didn't have to talk over the summer. But yeah. I was like, oh, I'll see Gwen. Like, I didn't even have to talk to you all summer. But I was right. like, oh, I'll have Gwen. Because you we we were, like, my that only that friend cool. going into it.
2: I know. It's so fun. Like, you just sometimes connect with people, and it's just, like, a real yeah. world connection
3: it's scary to think because if i never met you like i don't know what i would have done on the first day yeah. because i was like okay go find gwen now we can go to the barbecue and then i met people yeah but like if the, i didn't have you i probably would just been Complete like i'm gonna stay in my route. room mm. yeah yeah it's really weird
2: and, and i had henry
1: as a roommate life. so i was like really shut no out. <laughs> roommate, no one was coming over so i was like yeah. go find friends yeah. <laughs> yeah but was it the last podcast where i talked about when i met this kid no i don't
2: i don't think i've heard that story i don't
1: know i don't know, I don't know if we talked about it on the
2: podcast i don't think so
1: it was well, through Bobby. It was through Bob. I met Bobby in this whole room first.
2: Mm-hmm. In what? In what room?
1: Out of everybody here.
2: Oh, in the, I got really? it. Really? Yeah. Where did you meet him? I, I think
1: I sat down at a table with him or something. I don't know. I, I honestly don't remember how I met Bobby, but I know mm. I I knew Bobby first, and then I got my tray you at did? ECC, That's yeah, so and funny. I I saw Bobby, and I go, oh cool. So I went and I sat with Bobby. We were talking, and then he sat down at the <laughs> table, and like immediately, I just like sensed. I was like, I like this kid. I yes. like him a lot. <laughs> like it was like that element of like irreducible rascality like you know he's just like <laughs> i don't
4: even know what that
1: means. like he's a rascal like he bought <laughs> bottom, he's just like you know like he just does bad when had that on like there has to be bad done he's not just this like mute kid right mm. like and i just, there's I just there. yeah there's there was life behind the eyes and yes. i was like i this sounds so corny but on a conversation with my mom later in the day i was like yo mom this sounds so weird but i truly just met like one of my best friends. I just feel it,
4: dude.
0: That, it's actually really funny because I remember when I sat down with him because I was I, Bobby and I went to ECC together, and I sat down with him and I'm I'm like talking up a storm with this kid. The f- like the first time we met, we started talking about bands, we started talking about God. The, dude, the first <laughs> like we just sat down no. and I was like, bro, you believe in God? Like <laughs> it was just like some random shit. But I remember later on that day, I was hanging out with my girlfriend at the time, and I was like, I think I just met like a future best friend like I think I just messed up up in the long run so it's funny that we both like now we (laughs) got a fucking podcast (laughs) Oh, oh shit! That's funny. So
1: funny. Yeah. I still remember when we met you YouTube when I met you YouTube as well was, mm, at the that club. Was the time. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was so. so funny. I met you guys at a club. Yeah.
2: Uh huh. It was yeah. funny. I remember. Um, I wanted to hang out with you guys so <laughs> bad
3: after that. <laughs> after like, the bus ride back, we were yeah. like, these people are so, so cool. cool.
2: Yeah, and I was in like a serious relationship with someone, and it was like a room full of dudes. So I was like, I can't really just be like, mm. hey, can we hang out? Because I felt weird about it. Um, and then I remember like not being in that relationship anymore and thinking about you guys, and I was like, wait i like, I can do that now. And I texted him. I was like, hey, can- I don't know what that was. <laughs> GoPro
4: died. Um, Fuck it. Just keep
2: going. Yeah. 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 I was like, There's another battery hey. I texted Drew and I, or Brett or someone. And I was like, uh, can we watch SpongeBob together? And oh, then I like a sponge. over. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Because we had met at orientation the summer before. Yeah. And mm. I remember I saw you at the club. Yeah. And I was like, Gwen? Because <laughs> like, I, I didn't know you that well when yeah. we had been working together. And like. The vibe that I had gotten from you was very like, different. <laughs> I, I Completely different. Yeah. I was like, because I knew you were cool, but I didn't. I never. <laughs> I didn't know I, you were
3: that cool. I, I, never,
2: <laughs> I just never pictured you going to like a
0: club. I didn't picture me going to a club. So. I
2: also didn't picture you going to a club. Yeah, so I, it was.
0: I don't think I've been there since.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We have.
3: About. No, I think we went one more time, and then that's it. Yeah. Because that was that time where the police were like, we'll arrest every single one of you. Oh. Yeah. yeah.
1: Didn't we link one more time as a group? Like, we collided before you hit us up?
2: I don't know. I remember, oh this is a funny memory, I was walking uh, past Tilly to Scott, and you guys were in a fucking tree. <laughs> this was before we hung <laughs> out. Oh, shoot, that and was it. You. That was it. And you guys were yelling, and I was, like, looking around, and I was like, <laughs> what is that? And I, I was like, <laughs> Brett and Drew, like, what are you doing? up there. <laughs> we were smoking. in the, the, in the, the tree. Tilly tree. Yeah.
1: That was hard to get into. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'll
0: tell you what, that's a tough tree to climb, but it's once it's you get huge. up there it's well it. worth
1: it.
2: So, yeah. well that's the and then after that I was like we should watch one film. So, <laughs> that was like eh,
1: maybe we should hang out with them.
2: Yeah, it was so funny. I remember that
0: day at the club. Actually one of the funniest parts was when do you remember the chaos when, when trying the to get on the bus? Yeah. To get to the club not, not coming back. But when we were on our way there and they were like overpacked. Oh, and, and people were yeah, like
2: sprinting into p- the woods and yeah. peeing. And yeah. Like, oh, like, yeah.
0: Yeah. There was just not enough room for everyone. They were trying to shuffle everyone through, and people yeah. had to stand. Mm. And I remember one of the bus drivers was so fucking fed up. Oh, no. He was like, "Nobody else on this bus." And like kids were like trying to like open the door to the outside. and he oh, fucking chaos. slammed it, and he took off and crashed in the
3: other bus. Yes, bus I remember. Way. that. Our bus got crashed into. <laughs> we
2: bus. the bus that crashed. No, we were no. outside. We didn't even. We, we were the bus. last people
1: to get in a bus. We, we didn't think we were going. Oh,
2: oh my shit. god! Imagine if you didn't get on. Wow. Would That's we be here, here right now? Wow. The Thanks, club. Coliseum. I Shout out. Love yeah. the, <laughs> <of> the Coliseum. <laughs>
0: yeah. Watching that bus crash in the other bus. We would like want the to got hit. I was like, this is going to be a great that night. That is so funny. <laughs> and
2: it was a great
3: night. That I went so back fun. there like in the daytime. No, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> it's really? weird. It is like in an abandoned area of Providence. Yeah, there was a all
0: over the sidewalk. Yeah, the when night. you're there oh, at that. night,
3: it looks lively. You're like, there's another club next door. There's like a pizza place. Like It seems, but when you go there, it's, like, ghost town. Yeah. It's, like, the Colosseum, and then, like, I think it's, like, Ultra or something. And, like, that's it. It's weird.
2: It's weird. It's also weird if you don't go on a college night. I went one time with mm. my friends from home. Uh, horrifying. Mm-mm. Don't recommend
3: it. Mm. They were, Good like, name. yeah. The locals are weird there.
2: <laughs> and they were only, like, when it's college night, there are, it's Packed. Like, I remember how many it. people were there when we went? There were probably like thirty people there total, and they had like two of the dance floors open, and it was very awkward and bad. So, yeah, don't recommend. That's not fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: not a club type person. No, no. I, yeah,
2: now I that am. I know. Oh, me too. But now that I know <laughs> you, like thinking about you at a club, why were you there? <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> I know. How,
2: did how did that happen? Mike Sores. Mike's
1: oh, more either? like Chris Durs. Chris Demers is king rally us all. Mike Sores. Yeah, mm. literally. That's Chris so can good. get us all going though. He's oh like,
2: yeah. Come yeah.
1: on, like gonna take vodka shots. <laughs> that's like so funny. Yeah. green apple smirnoff. off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
2: god.
3: Well I'm glad we met there. Yeah. I remember coming down the stairs and I was like, that's the kid from my class, and that's true. And we're like... Hmm. Oh, Frank's yeah, class. Yeah, because we were in Frank's class. Yeah, but we never who, talked.
1: I was that kid who sat right up front. Up and, in the
3: front. He loved you. You loved him. The class was a
1: conversation between Literally. Frank and I.
3: Is that who you had on the podcast?
2: No, no. 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 Different professor.
1: There was like two rows between behind me of just empty seats. Yeah. In the, and the class would <laughs> just sit in, the, sit in the back, and I would just sit there and just like talk They would share
2: books. Them. Like, oh. it was... Yeah. I want him with, on here. Yeah, connecting with professors mm. is like the best thing because they important. are so smart. Um, I mean, a lot of them are very smart. And I love when they are passionate about like their area of expertise mm. and being able to connect with them about that stuff. I feel like I'm so fortunate to go to college for yeah. that reason. You Do you know what's so funny? Much.
1: I actually connect easier with professors than students. Do you? That might sound like shitty, but no. even just adults in general, I can connect much easier with an adult than someone my age. Do you They're
2: think it's adult. a maturity thing?
1: I am an adult. It could be. I don't know. Man, I just feel more similar to that professor than I do someone like my old. I don't know. Maybe it's like I'm more nervous hanging with someone who has like, say, like social connections around me or something like that. I don't know mm. what it is. but I have The
0: fact that like they don't really want to be there and I feel like you want to be there. Mm. Like most, the most people yeah. in the classroom are like, yeah, I mean, I mean, half the time I'm like that too. They're yeah. just like, I don't want to be here right now. Yeah. Like, let me just do the work and leave once the class is over. But I feel like when you step into the classroom, you look at the professor as like, like a lot of people put the professor on this pedestal as if they're like their high school teacher. Whereas I feel like you look at them as, as a person on the same level as you and you're like, all right, what can you teach me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's-, it's You a hold them to that standard. Exactly.
1: It's like, dude, you're wrong. <laughs> like, yeah. I remember one teacher was like, our closest human relative, our closest genetic relative is the eastern lowland gorilla. And I was like, <laughs> like,
2: <laughs>
1: he's like I was like, no, you're like two animals, you're like two three animals off.
2: You said that in class. That's so yeah, funny. And he's
1: like, really? I was like, yeah. The oh,
2: see, and I love that you yeah. responded really, not like, no, I'm not. Yeah, you know. mm.
1: it was totally peaceful. Yeah,
2: that's versus cool. Versus
0: like the nun, When I ask her about, she's like, <laughs> it <like>, <laughs> 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 so has something to say about the uh, solidity of your beliefs. Yeah, mm. literally,
1: yeah. belief first, fact. I feel mm. like I get
2: so much out of my class, so much more out of my classes when I go in with like
1: an open mind
2: yeah and even if it's not something i'm passionate about it's i like learning is so Mm. cool and i love even just having like random facts in my brain i love being like oh i read this article or oh like i learned this thing and just having a conversation about it even if it's not something that's in like i feel like a lot of people come to college and they're like i'm here to go to the classes to get like this career that i have and i only want to learn things about this class but i i love having a liberal arts education where we have to take these have to take these core classes where we learn about other things. Mm. I'm like mm. it gives us so much more flexibility, you know? Absolutely. Mm. Instead of just cuz what if you end up not wanting to do what you did and you spent 4 years solely taking classes on this one subject. Yeah. You have no other you have no foundation in anything else. Mm. Absolutely. Or know.
1: just being a voter and having no idea of any part of history or any sort of to tell a, any logic to tell if someone's bullshit in you. Yeah. Like the fallacies are big. Learning those basic fallacies like ad yeah. hominem, mm. appeal to the majority
2: philosophy Field was one class. I wish that the, like, um, foundations to logical reasoning was not the way that it is, A, or B, the, like, philosophy class that you have to take because it turns so many people off to the major. It does. Because but it,
1: also, if you're gonna give them something, like, that's the, let them learn that, I guess.
2: You think that's the most important, like...
1: The fallacies and shit. Yeah, it's the most concrete learning class.
2: yeah. I don't know. I I'm, want more.
1: Philo- I want a philosophy professor on this podcast. Yeah, it's going to be intense, though. You ha- oh, yeah. you
2: had two friends that were in the major that were on the podcast. Yep. What Jack and names? Kevin. Well, can we good. hang out with them because they seem so cool? Absolutely. Like I was watching the even just like the short Instagram clip about um, what came out of his nose. Mm. Scrambled, Scrambled eggs. eggs. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I would like to talk to this man. So <laughs> you don't
1: understand how he ne- he never ever drinks either. Really, all he does is coffee. <laughs>
2: But that one time he drank that and that's time. what happened. Well, he's I understand. So dry. That's so funny. He's, right.
1: he's got such a dry sense of humor. Oh
2: really? Have a oh I like God, that. Yeah. yeah. It's like Andrew.
3: Yeah.
1: Andrew has a very dry sense of
2: humor. Mm. Andrew's
3: so yeah. funny. He's so. Andrew funny is goodness.
1: like the most funny per- the funniest person I know. But he doesn't get like as much as it sucks. <laughs> he doesn't get the credit for being outright funny because he's not like the loud funny type. It's right. like that super intelligent, that poignant, like. Yeah, just like the well, right perfect yeah. time and like I love that. perfect point. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. sometimes
2: it's like under the breath and just the person next to you, and so like only you get to appreciate <laughs> yeah, it, but exactly. it's there. Yeah. yeah, that's funny.
0: Exactly. Yeah, dude, back on the, the um, philosophy class hmm. point, dude, mine was so great because it wasn't the basic uh, fundamentals of um, reasoning. It was because I came in as a comp sci major.
2: Oh, did so, you do the computer science one?
0: Yeah, so they have a specially designed philosophy and class for comp sci majors. Yes. And it's like, it's like that fundamentals of reasoning, but it's also mixed with elementary programming. So I so got. That's what it is. Yeah, I got to do, I got to learn all the fallacies. That's sick. But I got to learn it as it applies to like computer programming and logic. Oh, and that's that was cool. so fucking cool. That's Because sick. it was interactive. Like we all just had computers in front of us. And we would, like, plug these, these like, logical pieces into the program and, like, see how it computed. And it was that's so really fun. cool.
2: Yeah, I feel like that's where Foundations of Logical Reasoning lacked on the philosophy side because I didn't feel there was a lot of application. Like, we mm. were learning these things, but, like, where am I going to use it? And that's how I felt for, like, my stats for psychology class, too. Like, now I'm in research methods and I need the stats knowledge, but I didn't recognize that, like, what I was using it for so I just learned it for the test and now I'm like fuck I don't know any of that stuff because I didn't realize what I was going to be using it for so I feel like if I learned it and then I was applying it to something then it would have made more of an impact for me but I feel like a lot of classes lack in that like the application piece yeah any
1: learning anything like I struggle with like university learning like Mm. I I love I love learning so much but as soon as I'm compelled to do it like I hate I hated track because as soon as or any organized sports cuz as soon as I I have to do something as soon as mm. it's like this is what you're going to do sure. all of a, I don't all of a sudden I'm like nope
2: so you like when learning not going to do it.
1: I want to, like if I can design my own workout I'll work out till I'm blue in the face mm. but if it's like I'm do 10 opposite. 400s like
2: I'm the op- I need the I need someone to be like do this for especially for working out like I work I was in maybe not in much better shape but I exercised a lot more in um, high school because I played soccer and so it was like I went to practice my coach told me what to do like he was on me if I wasn't doing it and mm. I needed that I don't have that like internal drive especially for fitness <laughs> like, mm. to me it's me.
1: it's the funnest thing I do that's awesome mm. Mm. it's like the only time that like there's nothing fun, more fun to me than just having an open road and having nothing to do but just think about either think about your problems or just hammer just keep running
2: yeah I don't, so <laughs> I don't feel that way. talk about mind clearing. Yeah. I love it. I feel like I need to push myself more with that because I, I've never gotten past the like running barrier. I've talked to a bunch of people that are like, oh, well, if you just keep going, like you yeah, go there's, numb to it. Yeah. barrier. I've never hit it. So I feel like I need to work on that. Dude, I was then. a heavy.
1: I'm coming from the exact opposite end of the spectrum where I was so weak as a kid. Heavy asthma. I used to have asthma really? attacks. Like, couldn't breathe. Mm. So now it's so freeing. Like it's yeah, my favorite thing is to be able to just run. As, like when I first started running, I couldn't run to the end of the block, and I, I I was just told myself I was like, "There's I don't think that these medications are really working," and I I started taking the medicine. I was hiding it all in a bag in my drawer. Wow! And I just stopped everything. Took all the inhalers, put them away. Didn't I? Didn't tell my mom for like months. And, and then you just, and got just over started it? running. And then I completely just got over it.
2: Hmm. Um, imagine if more people th- that. Like, think about the way that our Best country... Best ever made. Well, yeah, but think about how we just give kids medicine to solve their issues. Like, And most people aren't going to be like, I'm not going to take this and figure it out on my own. Most people are like, oh, I need this in order yeah. to survive. Yeah, the crunch. And, yeah, it's bad. Like, for ADHD, um, that they start so mm, early. It's it fucked. It and fat, and fat. Yeah. Shit.
3: We learn about that because um, I'm an early childhood major. So we learn about how... Parents will see that their kids like a little bit like developmentally different from the other kids, so they're like, "Oh my god, it's ADHD." Yeah. Like we just go to that, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "Um, so my kid has ADHD, right?" And like the doctors are like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's getting to Yeah, this? exactly. Like, oh, yes, it's like, you do. It's like <laughs> they're just being kids. Out, like, Oh yeah. <laughs> I feel like they should wait for ADHD until like they're like gone through puberty. Yeah, because like kids mean. are just, and they have Literally. to be. Yeah. I
1: heard about this type of schooling where. It's totally new. I think it was a Socratic type of schooling, but I don't know. Yeah, I know exactly where it's just like basically about. a giant gym. And for young kids, mm-hmm. like, it's just gym all day. Like, you just run around and scream. And then they look at the older kids, and the older kids can read and do math. And they, they're pulled to it. They're like, ooh, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And so they, st- they just start tending That's towards it. And then they just move up the ladder.
2: But they made the choice to do it exactly. instead of being forced to do it. And they
0: moved to where they want to learn more.
2: Right. That's really interesting.
3: And we learned a lot about how recently schools have been getting rid of recess or making recess shorter. And in recent years, so probably like the past 10 years, like recess is a lot shorter. Or like there isn't playtime in the classroom, which is so important, especially in kindergarten. They don't have playtime. Um and then they notice like an increase in like ADHD but it's not ADHD mm. it's the kid needs to play because that's it's like how yeah. kids Neurosis are kid because, because it has move. so yeah. much energy so they're freaking out so like putting a lot of times you see in classrooms like um like a jumpy band at the bottom of the desk so they can like bounce their feet or like something they can play with or something they can sit with but they don't need that they need to go outside and play or have like play time oh it's big a lot of teachers have them now because because they
2: want them to do their work, but they also don't want them to because they
3: need something to do, but they don't want to give them more recess. They want them to work, so they like customize them. And then when that. They don't
2: do that. We medicate them. It's that's very calm. <laughs> yeah, push them into that box. Neutralize them. Yeah. Push
1: the circle into the box.
2: Yeah, because
3: <laughs> yeah, <that's> ADHD <laughs> wasn't really that big of a thing, like. 30 40 years ago but they had recess (laughs) like they could do it's
2: called like attention deficit like you're not paying attention to what i want you to pay attention to so you're wrong but like
0: yeah and they they say attention deficit disorder yeah so they look at it as like it's a problem like it's a disorder but i feel like it's more there's like a spectrum of attentiveness and Mm -hmm. you either tend towards more of the side of you're more attentive or perhaps you're, you're less attentive and you're more all over the place.
2: But attentive, mm. like, maybe you're just paying attention to other things. Yeah, literally. Like other things that thing. interest you. Yeah.
3: Like, I was
0: one of those kids that I would go to school and I would always, I would always, like, hide a fucking toy in my <laughs> desk, like, in yeah. that little, like, slot underneath the desk. I would be, like, playing with shit under there. Mm. But at the same time, I would be, like, gravitating towards what we were learning and I'd be bouncing back and forth. Right. Like, I just... If I wasn't into something, I couldn't hold my attention there for super long. I would have to like that's still I'd me. take a break and do something <laughs> else and then go back. Yeah, <laughs> like even now when I'm doing homework, I'll be like but I'll what's just wrong get with that? so there shouldn't yeah. be yeah.
2: because some people are more interested in other things and like that's the route they should take. Right? Like if you don't want to pay attention to something, I feel like there's a reason to it.
0: Yeah. I read that um in in like tribal societies there were two like mainly two different types of people or rather like two types of people existing on that spectrum. Where you were either super attentive at one task and those people made great, um, like, you know, they would be like shucking corn all day or they would be, they would be like building a house all day. And then the people who were less attentive and more all over the place, they were great hunter gatherers because they could go out and they'd like bounce around and have their attention fixated on multiple things. Mm. So it's not necessarily that there's one true way to be, Mm -hmm. but that each, each like mental state. Kind of caters towards a different outcome.
2: Mm-hmm. It'd be so interesting if our institutions and like our education system was more individualized, so mm-hmm. that like people could actually mm-hmm. learn to their right. fullest potential. But that's just not. And I I hate standardized testing. I don't know how you guys oh. feel about it, but yeah, I love um, it. Yeah, love <laughs> like, it. <laughs>
1: all right. Um, I used to love. I'd take the MCAS and I would just sit there and I would. Take the, the maximum amount of time.
2: Oh, you were that kid. Mm. <laughs> I hated those kids. You had to
1: go into the, know, in the other would, room. Like, I'd go like to the after. other room and I'd be like, I just can't, I can't figure it out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I used to love standardized testing because I was good at it, but then I like it's mm. not good for your learning processes and it puts so much anxiety on people who aren't. Because, like, mm. some people are good at testing and some people aren't. Like, that doesn't mean that they're dumber than the people yeah. who are good at it, but I don't know, it's really bad. But it's... it makes
0: the kids that don't do well on it feel like fucking idiots. Yeah. yeah.
2: And then it's like a self fulfilling prophecy. Like, they're not going to put in the effort to learn because I'm not going to pay attention I'm to dumb, this yeah. Anyways, yeah, it's mm-hmm. horrible.
3: And then they teach to like those standardized tests. Yeah, um, and it will. N- I feel like it's never going to change because the people who are making decisions about the education system aren't pa- like former teachers. Yeah. Like it's politicians and right. stuff. It's yep. not people who are trained who understand like child psychology and like their development. It's people who are just like this is what I think. Is
1: They're pushing be. an agenda.
3: Oh, yeah, well, think about
2: how much those companies make the standardized
3: testing companies. Oh my make. god!
2: Oh so my god! Much so much. SAT. AP test too. And now they like force. Mm -hmm. I have friends um, who go to Fitchburg High and they took six AP classes in one year. Jesus Christ. That's insane because they they, the way that Fitchburg did it, at least when they were in high school, was you could either take the college prep courses, which is like the lowest level course, or AP. There was nothing in between. And so they didn't want to take the college prep course because they're like, oh my god, this is going to make me look less competitive than other people. Six AP courses, which is insane. And then most colleges now don't even take AP scores. Bridgewater does, um, and some state schools do, but a lot of them recognize that The people who are taking AP tests don't get the education that they need because they're learning just for the test. And then after the test, all of that goes away. So they go into these, they skip the introductory college course and they're failing because they don't know the stuff that they learned in high school so they have to retake it anyways so they just don't accept the scores on the exam so you're waiting and think about AP. i don't know if you guys took ap exams in high school but they cost like 80 bucks per very expensive exam and if you're taking six of those and then they're you
3: still have to take those courses in college like it just fucks you there was five hundred dollars yeah it's a lot of money there was a kid in my grade who um didn't take the AP history class, but was like, I'm taking the test. Oh, really? And he was like, I, I will pay for it, and I will take the test. I'm not taking the class though. And they they fought him so Which hard. Is so funny because he, they like, were like, you can't do that. He's like, yes, not? I can. I'm paying for that test. Like, I'm gonna go. Am I taking? If I pass it, it's counting towards college, and I'm not doing all the That's extra work. Sick. And he fought and fought he, and fought, passed. and they let him do it. And I'm pretty sure he passed. But he was like, yeah. I am paying. I'm not yeah. paying. Like, I'm not taking the class. Because yeah. AP class is way harder than college classes. Yeah. Like, intro okay. level, like, say a history. Like, you take AP history. I took AP history. Wicked hard. Like, the class, I had to outline, like, entire textbooks. Yeah. My history class in college was a joke. Like, yeah. it was so easy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, what are they really prepping you for? I feel like it's... Yeah.
2: No, I had no, no idea. Money. And I remember in my AP stats class, I would always ask my professor, like, why am I doing this? Like, what is the purpose? You're just doing it. Like, you just because. I'm like, that, I'm not, I don't, after you say that to me, I do not care about it. If I can't use this anywhere, I'm all set with it.
1: School's like a buildup. Like, in the fifth grade, they're not going to let you do that. In the seventh grade, they're not (laughs) going to let you do that. (laughs) I hate that. And then, like, get to college, it's like, (laughs) yeah because right,
2: yeah. yeah. you have choice like you can do whatever you want in college you know like there's no threats like that except like in the real world like yeah still know, going yeah in the real world because we're not in the real world like right.
0: my <laughs> yeah. high school teachers would be like oh you can't do this in college like it's not gonna fly no one's gonna be there to help you and then like you get an email from your college professor and like yeah, i got i'm really hung over like i'm not coming in today yeah. <laughs> it's so like, true like yeah. it's a build-up for nothing yeah um I went to a Vogue school, so I didn't have AP class options, mm. but they had what was called college prep, which yeah. is like baby AP classes, I think, because they had um, standard classes. Everyone at Old Colony called those the SPED classes because mm. it was just like gen pop. And then there was like A, B, and college prep. And the college prep classes, it was infuriating because it's exactly what you're saying. They would just be like, oh, like this is instead of actually, like, teaching you stuff that was more relevant to college, they just overloaded you with work. I had so much homework in in high school. And, like, my Mm. friends that were just in the regular classes, they had so much time to hang out because they didn't have shit for homework. Yeah. Yeah. It was so aggravating. I wish... College prep, worst thing I had ever done. Mm. If I could go back, I wouldn't have done it.
2: Yeah, I know. I'm struggling right now because I, I took a bunch of APs in high school, and now I'm a semester ahead, and I don't want to graduate early, so I'm, like, trying mm. to drag it out. Like, please let me Whoa. stay. Because I don't know, I don't
3: want to be an adult. Like, graduating college, that's so scary. Yeah. No, thank it's you. It's funny <laughs> in high school how you're like, this is great. I'm going to take some money. <laughs> I'm going to be ahead. And now you're like – fuck on my head like i don't yeah. want to and i mean some people do like their i have um my
2: friend tanner in my civic engagement class is he's graduating in three years like is an emt just wants to get on with his career and so like that's a good path for him he just wants to get out mm. i love college and i love this and i don't want to yeah. my sister is always saying <laughs> yeah. like stay in college for as long as you can because it's so much fun and you're around people your age that you can like walk out the door and connect with and like I don't. I don't think there should be any rush to join like the real world that everyone talks about. I don't have any interest. Like ugh, thinking about going into the corporate world, that makes me
3: like want to jump off a bridge.
2: I can't imagine.
3: I'm excited for, it, but I'm like really excited for my career. Yeah. So like I can't wait to be like have my own classroom and like yeah. that's exciting to me. You're gonna be. But sure. I'm scared to graduate. Yeah. And sometimes I get like where I was kind of talking to you guys about this like over text in the group, and I was like how I'm scared I'm, like, wasting my time in college because I'm, like, you always hear, like, college is the best years. Well, you hear it in high school, like, mm. high school. Is it, but everyone knows that's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but college, like, are genuinely, like, the best years of your life because yeah. you can do anything you want. And, like, I'm always scared I'm, like, wasting it. Like, mm. all the times I'm sitting in my room, like, on my laptop or on my phone, like, I feel like I'm wasting it. Mm. And I'm, like, I need that, like, spontaneous, like, I feel like I, like, need that adventure, like, the story or, like, when we went to the lake, like, that mm. house. And, like, yeah, I, I'm so scared that when I'm not doing stuff like that, I'm wasting my time. Mm. And it, like, eats at me. And, like, mm. that's what I was talking about, like, how I feel just, like, sad about it. Because I'm, like, it's ending. And I feel like, did I waste it? And- it's like a
1: dull ache.
3: It sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering if, like, when you
2: when you look back, like, is it wasted if you don't have the memories? Like, is it mm-hmm. is it the creation of memories that makes college worth it? Or I think so? Yeah. You know,
1: because yeah. when you're old, you live life in reverse.
2: Yeah. Mm. Like
1: you're just looking back, like, damn, <laughs> like, those fun. were the times. Like, yeah. you really, can only say you didn't waste time when you like dive into it and give give it your heart. Yeah. yeah. Like looking for that deer, like I I covered that country and I can't find it. Right. So I can, like, if I just shot it and walked in 100 feet and I was like, well, can't find it. There'd always be that question.
2: Yeah, yeah. but you searched. But I,
1: I searched. Yeah. And I can't, I, I don't think it's in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can I can sleep easy being like, a, he's either, like, ran too far that I can't find him or whatever.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Didn't die. I feel Obducted like. abducted by aliens, probably. abducted probably. by aliens.
4: Um,
2: yeah, I feel like we need to go on, <laughs> we need to do something and, yeah. like, make more memories, you know, because yeah. there's no... Especially when you're sitting there and you're feeling, because I feel that way sometimes too. Like,
3: you get in your feels and you're like, oh, (laughs) no, like,
2: what's going on? I know when I think about you guys leaving soon and it, is horrifying like i i feel like my entire college career i've been friends with people who are like on the cusp of graduating and then they mm. leave and like a part of me breaks and then i make new friends but like this is gonna be bad news <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm upset about it so that just means between now and then and afterwards i mean friendship doesn't end when people leave no but...
1: way yeah, <laughs>
4: yeah. i remember when one I'm time gone, i'm gone
2: i don't remember <laughs> where we were brett but you looked me dead in the eyes and you were like we're friends for life i, I like, don't yeah no i know <laughs>
1: Dude, i don't i don't <laughs> Don't fuck around. I don't invite people into my life that I, I don't that I don't intend to be friends with indefinitely. Yeah. Mm.
2: That's what I was talking about with my mom. This is how he operates. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Which is awesome. <laughs> Friendship's a cool thing. It is a cool thing. Going what back to the
1: corporate thing, I feel like my life's gonna be spent like a bike. Like I'm gonna just pedal a little bit and then like get money to do something cool and then I can just like let off the yeah. mm-hmm. let off the pedals and just cruise for a little while.
2: Yeah. Like work
1: for a little bit after college, get money, do something crazy, and then yeah, work again, work again, do again. Something yep. crazy. Yeah. until you get until something takes off. I see yeah. that with you, and then when
0: I look at Chris, I picture someone that's gonna be like <laughs> pushing, <laughs> pushing, pushing, pushing until they just like like I made it, and then it's just gonna be like. But when do you make it? From, Well, that's the thing. A lot of people, I feel like if you can get that balance and you you realize when it's time to start truly living and enjoying, then I guess you've done it right. But, like, it's it's hard to find that balance. Some people just, like, never stop working or they Mm -hmm. do stop
1: working and they have a heart attack, like, two years later. Yeah. And they just have no purpose. I have a great story. It's funny because Chris actually made a YouTube video of this. We went on a bicycle trip down the Cape.
2: Today, I think i what is it? There's a YouTube video of it. Is there like fun music to the. Yep. I might have seen it. So, mm-hmm. Vinny, is
1: me, Vinny, and Chris. And we rode and we were like, we're going to cover ground. And all day we were just powering it, powering it. We'd be like, oh, yeah, cool. And then just like keep going. And then we got so far and we were like, couldn't turn, go anymore because like it was past the time of day where like we had to start heading back. And the last thing we turned into, and we were like, we turned into a cemetery. And we were like, oh, shit. We're here. (laughs) (laughs) It's over. (laughs) It was just so symbolic. It was crazy. That is crazy. Like, we got here, and we never even saw any of the other shit.
2: Mm. True.
1: Like, if you don't take the time to enjoy the ride... It was powerful, dude.
2: Yeah, that is my Mm. thought. I keep thinking about your bike metaphor. And, like, you were talking about, like, riding the bike really fast in order to be able to pedal easy. But I feel like it depends on what you want to work for. Because, like, I kind of want to just... Pedal easy, you know, and, like, yeah. I want to do work that fulfills me so that I don't feel like I need to slow down and, like, take a break. I want mm. to – I don't know. Because do you feel like you would work in order to get money in order to – Yes. See, so I, I pedal in order to cruise. Motivation. Yeah. See, I just like, I want to cruise. Like, I want –
0: vacation.
1: I work to live. Like, money is time.
2: But do you want to, like, live through your work? Because that's what I want Oh, I, I definitely
1: do. do, but I don't think that that's going to happen out of the gate.
4: True,
1: yeah. Mm. Mm. I, that's the ultimate goal. Like, something uh, yeah. like this. Like, that's, this podcast type deal. Once a podcast takes off, yeah, a podcast right, we're, okay. off we're, we're in L.A., like.
2: <laughs> I can't wait. Can we be featured again, please? Oh. <laughs> once you're in L.A. Absolutely. Multiple times. Yeah. Once a season. I, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Seriously, I brought this up to you guys before, but I think it would be so cool if you brought this shit on the road and just mm. connected with mm. random Grassroots. people. Crazy uh, locals. Think about the stories that you can learn. That would be so awesome. Please do it. It's (laughs) happening. Yeah, that would be so cool. Like, you... I don't know, because I think it's cool that you have people that you already know and, like, can connect mm. with and learn this way. Um, but, like, something excites me about strangers. Like, I yes. – no, seriously. Like, there's so much – there's so many people out there to learn from
0: It's and a completely untapped human. You yes. know nothing about them. No. Mm.
2: Like, what will they say? They have so you many You have stories no idea. Tell. I know. It's so exciting. It could so be, exciting.
0: like, amazing, or it could be, like, whoa. I'm out <laughs> of here. Literally.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. You never know. It's a crap It would be cool.
1: Like the ult- I want this to be the ultimate grassroots movement to fame. Like you see these overnight famous Stars, people,
2: yeah.
1: like just want it to be a nice, steady curve up yeah. to like a good following. Mm-hmm. Right, that's the dream.
2: We're here for you whole way, loyal fans. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: that's what I like to hear. That's
2: hey,
0: well, we're like almost two and a half hours. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's a record for you guys. Holy Is it? shit! Wait,
3: yeah. how long was the last one? Was it just two?
1: Yeah, I think it was like two o two.
3: Wow, Damn. I feel so like we can talk forever.
2: We
1: punched years. it hard, guys.
2: Yeah, that's and we already had one, and we, like, <laughs> <laughs> will we ever stop talking to each other? I don't this know. This is, like, four and a half hours. <laughs> of Episode
1: 8.5.
2: That's what I was. We were talking mm. before. I was like, well, are we going to run out of things to talk about? Like, never. we covered so much, no. but now we're here, and I'm like, no. I've been what?
1: hanging around this kid for two years now, and we've never, ever stopped Talking. talking
2: yeah <laughs>
1: like when we want to do homework oh, we'd have to we'd have to be like all right we're going in other rooms because otherwise we just sit here and we just keep talking yeah. Yeah. yeah there's
2: so much to discuss there's a whole world out there okay well now we need to stop <laughs> <laughs> guys
1: thank you for tuning in thank you guys for yes. coming thank episode so 8.5 that's it Yay. in the books so go
4: team